Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ACW Beyond the Yard. I am your host, your truly Derek Destroyer, the White Ranger, the doctor of backyard wrestling. And I hope you keep enjoying our podcast episodes because we have a lot in store. Especially tonight, we're going to find out who will be my next guest. And I know you guys already guessed from the thumbnail, but my guest is the five-time and current CMW World Champion. He is the one-time World Heavyweight Champion. And he is going to main event Crash Carnival not once, but two times and two years in a row. Congratulations, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BXB. Well, man, that was one hell of an introduction. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello, Derek. Uh, it's great to finally be here. I know it's been a long time coming. I know right. it wasn't the easiest thing to set up because of the time zones and everything. But Exactly. You know, happy to be here finally. It's something I wanted to do for quite a long time now, ever since you first introduced the show. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm glad to have you. Could you believe ACW is now worldwide? Yeah, that's right. First ever, I believe, the first ever back, uh, worldwide backyard wrestling promotion. That's pretty cool. Right. That's a cool thing to have. And it's going international. Yep, that's right. If only we could take the wrestling international, right? That'd, right. Be, that'd be sick. I feel like that's possible. We just have to wait for the right time, you know? It could be. It could be. Right now, it's probably not possible because of everything right. that's going on. But, you know? Yeah, the never say never. That. Yeah, exactly. never say never. Especially with wrestling, you know? Anything can happen. Right, and before you know it, Derek Destroyer is going to have a match with BXB. And it will go down as probably the greatest back addressing match of all time, that's right. Right, it might not be a five-star, but it'll be probably a six-star, if we can pull it off. for sure. For sure, man, for sure. Right. It will go down the match of the year. Oh, definitely, yeah. It'll, It'll be up there for sure. It will, indeed. Like, sure, it might not be big as Maximus Roman versus Matt Thunder probably yeah. or you know it just depends yeah you know it may not have as much hype as those matches but once we actually do it and it, if it does turn out to be an epic match then hopefully the fans will recognize it and it will go down in history as one of the greatest right. matches of all time <laughs> an American uh, backyard sure. wrestler versus an Australian backyard wrestler the match yeah, that we thought we would sure. never ever see yeah absolutely it's just got a nice it's got a nice ring to it isn't it like international right, like, backyard Right. Two wrestlers if from only. two different countries, yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Right. I just can't wait to see what happens. I mean, yeah. if I could travel to JNA, I'm sure I could travel to CMW. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, maybe if they put a discount on the uh, flight tickets, then sure, maybe one time it will happen. I heard that the, the plane tickets are cheap right now, so. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't risk it right now with everything that's right. going on. Exactly. But you know, it, it'll in the end, it'll be worth all the money, in my opinion. Right. It'll be but a great experience. For, right. It wait. is. I just okay. Yeah, great experience for you, uh, for the fans, and for me. It'll just be great for the backyardson community in general. Right, because if you think about it, we are the future of YouTube wrestling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, YouTube wrestling. I saw that uh, thing that Maximus Rowan was talking about. Right, Maximus uh, Rowan. Podcast. He was the one that YouTube said it. Wrestling. Uh huh. But I was the one that yeah. spread it. So yeah. But yeah, I, for sure. I know a lot of wrestlers are making their podcast things, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, I encourage them. Just like, you know, just don't yeah. try to steal yeah. my spotlight. Yeah. Matt Thunder. I was <laughs> kidding. Maximus Roman. Uh huh. 
<laughs> yeah, you started the trend. Remember, I told you. Right. I predicted this. I said, all right, now Derek Shaw's got a podcast. It's going to take off. And now there's going to be lots of other backyard wrestlers doing a podcast. We've got Maxis Roman, Chase Andrews, and I have a feeling there's going to be many more. Right. And yeah, it's not that that's a bad thing, you know? It's not as if everyone's copying each other. Um, right. It's great for the community, you know, more content in these times when maybe wrestling, like we can't film wrestling because of what's going on. We can just film podcasts, and I think that's great. Right. And, like, if you guys want to be in Beyond the Yard, just hit me up. I'll put you on the show, yep. then boom. We might not have a hit match, up. but I'm sure we're going to have hell of a time. Hit up Dirk Destroy in those DMs if you want to be on this show, guys. Right. Hashtag you know Beyond the Yard. Yeah, let's get this thing trending. Worldwide. Right, here Worldwide. Exactly. Worldwide. International. Whatever you guys call it. <laughs> Gotta love it. And before you know... Beyond the Yard will be trending number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Absolutely. Right. Are you ready, BXB, to dive in some questions? Yeah, man. Let's do it. All right. Here we so go. Here for- what got you into wrestling? Uh, it was my dad that introduced me into wrestling back in 2009. And the first right. show that we watched was WrestleMania 25. And nice. Like, to this day, that's still one of my favorite WrestleManias, but... One match in particular that got me into wrestling was Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Like, we loved that match. That was probably... That was a beautiful match, yeah. Yeah, it's it's probably the greatest match in WWE history, yeah. It is. Yeah, it was ever since then, that WrestleMania, where we just got hooked onto wrestling. And, you know, I started watching every show, Raw, SmackDown, Superstars, pay-per-views. We uh-huh. buy the pay-per-views, everything. And then we get, like, nice. action figures, T-shirts. We'd go to the shows when they came to Australia. And uh-huh. yeah, just ever since that one WrestleMania, my love for wrestling just like blew up. And I've been a fan ever since. So, Oh, nice. And especially now, I discovered more like promotions because I think it was back in 2016 when companies like Ring of Honor and New Japan just got a huge boom in popularity. Right on. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I just started discovering new wrestlers, new promotions, and started getting new inspiration and everything. So my passion for wrestling in the last like three years has really taken off. Okay. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, especially now, my favorite promotion, uh, New Japan. I've discovered so many wrestlers there that have inspired me and played a mm-hmm. role on like, my moveset and how I think about wrestling. So, you know, I'm very happy that I actually discovered wrestling because honestly, I don't know what I would be doing without it. Right. What is your favorite federation to watch in the yards? Um, probably I'd have to say EBW. Um, I mean, I love the production of the content. I love the whole editing, the whole storylines. I just think it's really entertaining to watch. It is. Um, yeah, them, I'll put MBW up there. I also love to watch MBW. Okay. Um, but truth be told, I'm not, I don't really watch a lot of backyard wrestling. Like, I'll tune into enough to know, like, who's the champion and what's been happening and what matches are coming up. But yeah, like I don't really watch the weekly shows as much. I mainly watch the, the more important shows. Like the big like events. If there's, if there's something, yeah. If there's something that has gotten the fans talking, something that has gotten a lot of attention, obviously I'll have to tune in for that. But yeah, in my spare time, I'll just try and watch the more important things. Yeah. But yeah, EBW, I definitely put up there as one of my favorites to watch. Oh, that's actually pretty good. But, like, you do watch, like, other federations? Like, if they do big shows? 
Yeah, yeah. I've even watched uh, ACW, of course. Oh, I nice. know what you guys are all about. Uh-huh. Uh, a little bit of ACW. Um, I think I've watched a little bit of uh, BFW. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. But other than that, no, I haven't really... I, I mean, I probably should be watching more backhead wrestling content. Uh-huh. If I, yeah, if I have more spare time, then I'd definitely be watching a lot more stuff. Okay. Who would you say is so, the yeah. best backyard wrestler of all time? Of all time, it's got to be Matt DeMorest or... How do you pronounce it? DeMorest? Is that right? I think that, yeah. Probably, yes. Anyway, like, yeah. yeah, he's definitely the best. I mean, you watch his match and you can see his moves are just like... Uh-huh. On a whole nother level. They're completely different. They're completely innovative. And I haven't seen anyone in like the last five or six years that can can uh, be able to do the moves that he can do. Right. And he's just, yeah, he's just one of those once-in-a-lifetime competitors that, you know, really shaped the backhead wrestling industry. Because if you search backhead wrestling, the chances are you will find Matt DeMorest. And, yeah, he's just, he's just on another level for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. What would you say was the worst injury you ever had while wrestling? Um, well, I've actually been, I've been pretty lucky when it comes to injuries. I haven't had anything that's really major. Uh, yeah, affected like everyday life. Like, let's say I haven't had an injury that's stopped me from walking, moving my hands or anything. Oh, nice. The main injuries I've had are just like in in ring, like like you got injuries, hurt. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the main things that comes to mind is. In a uh, Crush Carnival 2019, when I faced Callum Dark, all right, and he hit me. He hit me with this stick, and it was like no ordinary stick. It was like one of the biggest sticks in the pile, and, and it was pretty matches, thick. Yeah, definitely. Before the match, we like separate the sticks into two piles. We got one pile of the sticks that you should be using in the match, and the other pile are like the really big, dangerous sticks that we only put there for display. Okay. And it came the part in the match where Kellen was going to hit me with some sticks, and I'm watching him, and I'm like, this dude better not get sticks from the do not use pile. And he picks up the biggest stick in the pile, and he just relentless, just strikes me with the stick as hard as he can. And it was, oh man, it was definitely the most painful thing I've had in backyard wrestling. And it left this huge red mark on my back. And if you watch the match over, you can see me trying to pull my shirt up to show the mark. Because like I'm not going to get hit with a stick that big. And just not let people see right. a huge mark uh-huh. left on my back. So, yeah, I'm desperately trying to pull my shirt up to show everyone the mark. And, yeah, I mean, that was it was definitely something that is probably, I'd say, the worst I've had in my career. I mean, I could relate. But, yeah, I've been, yeah overall, I've been pretty lucky when it comes to injuries. Especially considering I have such a reckless style. Like, I take a lot of neck bumps, a lot of big falls. But uh-huh. I haven't had anything, like too major which is pretty surprising to me that's actually pretty good because like the whole point is like like you're, you're supposed to get hurt but like not too hurt if that makes yeah. sense yeah of course yeah i mean i'll take a few big risks in the match um oh. just to to elevate the match but you know i i don't do things that take me out of my comfort zone everything i do i'm comfortable with doing and okay yeah if it's not safe i'm not going to do it and i think that's probably one of the main reasons why i haven't been Injured like really badly. That's pretty good. But you on the other, you on the other hand, everyone knows the injury that you had, that knee injury. Right. That yeah, <laughs> that must have been. I can't imagine what that would have been like. Man, it sucked. Cause one, I got injured yeah. in your knee, 
And, like, it kind of sucks because, like, I won't be able to wrestle or walk for, like, a month. Exactly. And one of the things, it happened in your dream match, which is, like, right. just worst-case worst scenario, isn't it? Now that you mentioned that, like, I got injured when I traveled. Yeah, that must... That must have been really stressful, like coming home with a knee injury. Right. I was like, how am I supposed to tell my parents? Imagine imagine if it happened if you came to Australia. Like you come down here and you like break your knee. (laughs) That would be unimaginable. Yeah. That would suck, to be honest. Absolutely, yeah. But any injury would suck. Right. I mean, like an arm, like I understand because you could like still walk and like you could wrestle. You just have to be comfortable with the leg. Like... You have to be yeah. out of action because, like, well, yeah, arm, you need to be able to like walk. Arm and shoulder injuries. Yeah. Arm and shoulder injuries are pretty common in wrestling. Right. I think a broken wrist or something, that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Like, you, what do you do? Dislocate your knee? Yeah. Yeah, that that must have been really bad. Pretty mm-hmm. bad experience. Was that the most painful thing you've had in your life or have you had worse? Yeah. I mean, like, I... I broken my arm and the monkey bars and I would say oh. second or third no first grade like I was trying to show off off the girls so like yep. when I fall like my arm bends in like in a way that it's not supposed to bend yeah and, like I mean like I have like got injured in the worst ways so yeah yeah like there's times where I've been really imagine. lucky but sometimes I haven't been really lucky yeah, that's the thing. Like I said, I've been really lucky. There's been a few parts where I could have potentially gotten seriously injured, but I somehow got away with not like getting out of it unscathed. So right. I've been really lucky in my career. Right. Like I'm I'm just like glad I, said, like, uh-huh. I take a lot of risks in my moveset, in my moves and like big matches. If it's a really mm-hmm. big match, I'm gonna pull out all the big moves and yeah, I'm just surprised that I haven't had any big injury. Right. Like, if I do travel to CMW, like, I'll, like, give you all the best. Like, I'll give you, like, every ounce of sweat, yeah. ounce of oxygen yeah. and all that. But, like, I'll try my best like, not get hurt. Big... But, yeah. Yeah, if, if it's a big match, you got to pull out everything. And right. even if that considers, even if that means going out of your comfort zone and doing things that you probably don't normally do just to make the match a little better, like, that's what it takes. Right. I mean, the fans will make... appreciate it, you know? Like, they got to give you yeah, credit. Yeah, of yeah. Because, like, not a lot of wrestlers could do that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And speaking about CMW, like, because I heard, like, because we were talking the other day on the phone for, like, the first time, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, for you guys, it was, like, what, like, the morning? Nine nine in the morning? Um, no, 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 no. It, it was the other way. I woke up at 6 yeah. in the morning, and over there was, like, yeah. 9. It was like midnight for me. Right. No, actually, no. It would have been, you got, actually, yeah, yeah, you got up in the morning. Right. Man, it's weird. It's really weird. I don't know. It's, <laughs> but setting, like, setting up this podcast, working out all the time zones and everything, it wasn't easy. Right. I can tell you that much. But at least we're managing to do it. Yeah, of course. I mean, I managed to find time. You managed to find time. Right. Definitely wasn't the easiest, but here we are. I mean, like, I'm, I'm like, what? If you're hearing this right now, it's like 12.41 in the morning. Yeah, well, it's one forty-one p.m. for me in the afternoon. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird how it all works, but you know, right? It is what it is. As I was saying earlier, like 
because you told me that where you guys wrestled is it's your guys' home, right? Yeah, on the farm. That's where I work. I work on the farm, and that's my place. Yeah, and you guys have like a big ass field and all that. Yeah, we got lots of room to do lots of stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean it's. Nice scenery too in the background when we're doing our entrances. I like that. Right. In the future, were you guys planning to do something with the field or no? Um, well, the closest thing we've actually done to that was back in 2019 and in 2017. Um, it was me versus Axel and we did like a like a compound fight, kind of like a Hardy compound or Wyatt, Bray oh. Wyatt compound thing, just in our, in our work shed. Uh, we went out at night and started filming like a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, when, doing a fight. In when was that? Is, I want to look that up. Uh, we did it, we did it, uh, like halfway through 2019 last year and we did it back in 2017 as well. Do you know when it was called or what it was called? Uh, it, it should just be called, uh, BXV fights Axel in the compound. I think you'd probably want to watch the 2019 oh. one because when we did it back in 2017, I was really bad at editing and it, <laughs> It definitely, going back and watching it, it's definitely... Is it between you and Axel? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah. It's just a compound fight, yeah. Yeah, but fighting in the orchard is something that I've definitely wanted to do. And Uh I think if we get the right storyline, we could Mm -hmm. actually pull it off. Right. Make it pretty interesting. Similar to what uh, EBW has been doing with the um, Death or Silence stuff. Right. Like cinematic, little cinematic things like that, I definitely want to do. Like, me too, like, especially in ACW, because we're planning to do something like that now. But, like, yeah. the thing is, one, I'm, I'm injured, which kind of ruins the purpose. Yeah. And two, of the of the thing that's going around the world, which, like, stops us. Yep. Yep. So we have yeah, to I mean, delay it definitely... or postpone it. Yeah, definitely an, an unfortunate time to be doing this type of stuff with this coronavirus. Right. If I'm correct, I think... I was having an an episode with Matt Thunder and like we were talking about how like we started doing shows with no fans and like the the WWE and AEW yeah. copied us. Mm. Yeah, they can learn from us. Right. Like that's 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 just how we roll. That's how we do it. No crowd. Uh-huh. We can still produce this amazing content. Right. Like we might not have the fans, but like in a way the fans are still watching us. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Having fans at back at wrestling would be pretty interesting, though. I mean, it would be pretty good, if, especially if you're doing a crossover, like friends or families yeah. arriving. Yeah. Like, we've had a crowd before, but that's only, like, seven other family members. I wouldn't really count that as a proper crowd, but mm-hmm. it, it'll, I think it'll, it'll be a good atmosphere to get, like, some chants going and stuff. I mean, like, you guys try your best because, like, you guys don't want to do, like, a bad performance in front of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I just hope, like, because, like, a lot of people want to do, like, films in, in backyard wrestling, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, just imagine the stuff they could come up with. Oh, yeah. Uh, the possibilities are endless for stuff like that. Right. Because, I don't know, I think I told you this the other day, but, like, I told you that I was writing a movie, a wrestling movie. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if I if I should uh, say anything about that. Like, don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, you should. Well, I mean, like, I'm not gonna say it, but like, I just I'm just gonna let the guys know that we're writing a movie, which is not gonna yeah, say what it's I'm about. 
I reckon it'd I mean, be pretty interesting. It's a backyard wrestling movie, that's what I'm just gonna say. Yeah. yeah, something like that would definitely be pretty interesting to watch and I think the fans would love it. They would. And like also yeah. I think I told you this the other day. No, maybe I didn't. But like it's gonna have some cameos and references. Alright. Yeah, right, like, like I said, there's so many possibilities that you could do in a movie like that, especially mm-hmm. considering you've got like freedom to do whatever you want. Exactly. And the funny part is it's gonna be based on a true story. It's gonna be like based on me. Yes. Basically. Even better. Even better. So like people are gonna know like how it felt, like my journey. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be definitely be an interesting watch. I'll definitely tune in for that. Because, like, not a lot of people, like, understand backyard wrestling like we do, but, like... Yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like the, the film... Can, uh-huh, go ahead. People can just judge backyard wrestling and say, oh, it's just kids wrestling in the backyard. But, like, to us, the backyard wrestlers, it means a lot more than that, you know? And right. I think it's it's been talked about many times before. I mean, what is there to say that hasn't already been said? Like, exactly. people who people who don't do backyard wrestling don't know what it's actually like to be for us, you know? Okay. Just people, we're like, when we're not old enough to actually start doing pro wrestling and stuff, we're going to mm-hmm. be back at risk. Like, that's the only option. And that's what we're doing here today. I mean, we do this to have fun, you know, meet new friends. Yeah. Exactly. Like, while we're still young, still in our childhood, and, you know, doing back at wrestling and stuff, creating content like that, it's just a lot of fun to do as you're a teenager. Right. Like, just like, a, it's, it's a cool hobby, especially for me. Right. Because, like, I might not be doing sports at, the high school or something yeah. like that, but like if you think about it, backyard wrestling is considered as a sport. Yeah, I actually think backyard wrestling is more fun than doing all these other competitive sports because, like I said, you've got you got uh, freedom to do whatever you want to create whatever type of content you want. Exactly, and it's just a, it's a great platform to share like your interests and interest mm-hmm. in wrestling and stuff like that. And like you could tell a story, like that's when you could be you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and like you with this movie, you can uh-huh. tell people the story that, that other people wouldn't understand. And making this movie would definitely clear things up for those who don't know what backhead wrestling is actually like. Right. Like, I'm not going to shoot on, on school sports, don't get me wrong. Like, I did cross country and track, which I was pretty okay yeah. for, like, the second year. I mean, I placed that yeah. whack and all that. Yeah. But what was he going to say, like, it's just the thing I like about wrestling than other sports is like it doesn't have an off season. Yeah, and it was back at wrestling, like I said, you got that freedom. You can do content whenever you want, uh, wherever you want. Um, pro wrestling, like you said, doesn't have an off season, and that's what sets it apart from other sports. Right. Because, like, there's. Oh, how do you say? Because, like, if you think about it, like, not a lot of people could do back at wrestling. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sure, people could do football or cross country or cheerleading, but like not a lot of people could yeah. like go out there, kick some ass, get get your ass beaten, like get bruised and all that, get hurt, and keep doing it for like yeah. 365 days, but like almost every single week, let's say that. Yeah, well, I think anyone can do backhead wrestling, but you've got to be like to be talented, to be good at it, right? You definitely got to be a pretty good athlete. Like, they like could do it, it, but, like, the thing is how long they could do it for, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's easy for people to just go out and go on the trampoline and film themselves wrestling, but you look at guys like MBW, EBW, you can tell they're taking it a lot more seriously. 
right. I'm a professional. And yeah. Like, all right, let's say someone, how do you say? I don't know how people actually say this phrase, but like, if somebody was in my shoes, right? Yeah. Like, if I if they got injured how I did, they would have been, you know what? I, I'm tired of this. I'm not, I don't want to risk it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, me on the and other hand, like, like, I'll be, I'll worth, like, no, no, I'm saying it wrong. Um, like, I would, like, get the risk of getting hurt, get injured and all that, and still yeah. get back up. So, like, show people that, oh, my God, like, this guy could actually, like, get hurt and still get back to the yard, you know? Yeah, and it just proves to all those people that say wrestling is fake. Like, you showed them an injury like that, and they'll be like, oh, okay. Guess right. this isn't actually fake. Like, I could say something like, oh, wrestling's fake. Then I could be like, well, you watch movies and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what's funny? Yeah, well. I saw this post the other day. It says, like, like bitches that says that wrestling's fake, then they go on YouTube and watch two YouTubers doing a fake marriage or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a lot of people believe all this stuff on YouTube is, like, real. But, like, in the wrestling world, like, yeah. it's different. Yeah. And, like I said, many people don't understand the concept of wrestling. Exactly. It's like Shakespeare, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There's it's the a, good guy. Um, there's the bad guy. There's the plot. There's a story. Yeah. It's a performance art, but it's also, like, got a sport aspect to it. Except for WWE. They're not really, like, a real sporty type thing. They're just entertainment. Yeah. Like, if you want to talk about sports, let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's a sport. Yep. And AEW. Right. Because, like, WWE, <laughs> like, let's say at the Attitude Era, like, that felt like a sports field, you know? Yeah. Like, WWE is, is the biggest company, but I feel like... They're misusing AEW, it. Like, AEW and New Japan take it more seriously. Right. thing I don't like about WWE is, like, they're not using pro wrestling or wrestlers, you know? <laughs> yeah, didn't, In, they, didn't they ban the word pro wrestling? They did. And the thing that freaking doesn't but, make sense and pisses me off... They say that they don't use pro wrestling, even though that's what you're doing. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't know what was going through their mind when they made that decision, but you know, it is what it is. Like, I like the set, like the crazy segments they do. But, like, I also like good matches. Yeah, at times it can be entertaining, but then they do some stupid segment that's kind of like, oh, why am I watching this? You know? Right. Like, which one was like the worst segment? Like. Probably like the Rusev and Lana and Bobby Lashley. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, there is, it's definitely going to appeal to some people. Like, there is people that actually like that kind of stuff, but. Like, there are some parts where they were good. Uh huh. Yeah, like, I found like me who watches it for the wrestling aspect, like the the uh, wrestling point of view. Right. It's definitely, oh man, what what am I watching? Like, what do you think of people that say wrestling is fake? Um, well, like, you know. (laughs) If they say it's fake, just show them, like, one of those compilation videos of, like, the most extreme moments, and then it'll right. make them realize, oh, yeah, you know, this actually isn't fake. Like, show them a death match, for example. McFoley. Just show them McFoley. Yeah, yeah, show them yeah, McFoley. Show them, like, like I said, yeah, those Japanese death matches that all have all the, uh, the thumbtacks and all the blades and stuff like that. Right. Like, you can't, you just, you can't fake that. There's nothing fake about that. I mean, like, what we're doing is entertainment, but... It's still yeah, sports related. I think uh, Chris Jericho summed it up really well in that quote. Uh, he said, "Like 
fake is such an unfair term to the wrestlers because like people think it's fake, but people are actually getting injured and risking their lives for it. So I think Chris Jericho summed it up really well. Right. And if I'm correct, just give me one quick sec. All right. This is the words of Chris Jericho. Fake is not a word I like to use because there's nothing fake about what I do. It's a show. It's a predetermined outcome. We're putting on a television drama, action, comedy, whatever you want to call it, but it's not fake. Fake would be if I want, if I was just about to take a body slam, but my stunt double does it. Fake would be if I was going to get a chair shot to the head, but the chair was made out of rubber. I'm telling the world that it's a show. I hate the word fake. It's such an unfair term to us. That's yeah. a really good quote. Yeah, he summed it up really well. Like, I just don't understand why people say that. Like, like there's been a lot of people that have died that got seriously injured from it. Yeah. Yeah, like like I said, people are risking their lives, and some actually have career-threatening injuries. Like, look at Edge, for example. Right. Yeah, that really serious injury, but people still will call it fake. Uh-huh. They don't understand. Like, I just, like, don't understand why people say that. Like... Yeah, like people say, like tennis is a sport. It's just a ball that goes back and forth. Like you don't see me calling it a sports ball, even though it is. It's a sports yeah. ball. Yeah, like I just I like to see those people that are calling it fake getting into the ring and like taking a chop or something. Right, like if people say it's fake, take a chop from Walter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people will, like don't know the struggle, like how difficult. Like it yeah. might not be. Like the like the toughest sport, but like it sure is a difficult sport to do, you know? Yeah, that's what people don't understand. Like it takes a lot of effort, a lot of blood, sweat and tears to actually get to the top. Right. And actually be successful in the business. I mean like think about like some of the backyard wrestlers that like have taken things wild or like that have put on yeah. great performance. Like none of that would have happened if they tried their best, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When you were in school, have you done any sports or were you not a sports guy at all? Um, yeah, I did um, Australian rules football. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that, actually. AFL, have you heard of that? Like the Aussie rules? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I did that up until grade six, but I kind of gave it up because it wasn't my thing. But, I mean, I've always been a pretty athletic person. Like, I nice. love doing, like, this uh, school sports kind of was like 100-meter sprint, long jump. I love doing stuff like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, like recently I've been doing a lot of gymnastics. Well, I wouldn't call it gymnastics. Like I don't pay and go in for lessons and stuff like that. I'm self-taught. All I do, all I have is YouTube videos and a mattress, and that's how I practice all my flips. Nice, because that's what I was going to say. Like how did you learn to do flips and stuff like that? Yeah, it's um, it definitely is a long process learning all this stuff. Like you got to overcome a lot of fears. Like, I was scared to do a backflip, and I only learned how to do a backflip in 2017. Mm-hmm. Like, overcoming that fear is definitely not an easy thing. Right. Like, so, yeah. The, fun, the funny part is, like, I taught my wrestlers how to, like, do some of the maneuvers. Like, I like back then, I taught Phoenix how to do the 450, and now I can't oh. even do the 450 anymore. Yeah. Then I had a wrestler by the name of Jonathan Crusher. I was the one that taught him how to do a shooting star press, and I can't even yeah. do it anymore, but he could. Yeah. So you're, wait, you're the one that teaches all of your roster how to wrestle and stuff like that, are you? You're yeah, teacher. pretty much. Because, like, like, I might not, I have never went to a wrestling school. Like, no one has ever taught me yeah, before I went to Gen A, but, like, like, I have done research, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neither. The nearest wrestling school to me is four hours away, so I can't really go to do any training or anything. I mean, I could relate to, like, because where I live is, like, in the middle of, like, the west. Yeah, I, I live in the middle of nowhere, too. I'm just in the country, on the farm. Oh, nice. But, yeah, if, if, Anyways, there, was wrestling, uh-huh. if there was a wrestling yeah. school close, I'd, I would probably be doing lessons and stuff like that. Yeah, because I, I could see you doing, like, half-line, like, from the top ropes and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely love to get in a ring and try out and see what I can do. You know what maneuver you should try to hit, if you could? Yeah. Yeah, what? The the red arrow, if you could. Oh, I can... I used to be able to do it in a trampoline, but I've forgotten how to do it. I think one time I landed awkwardly, and I was just like, nope, I'm not doing that again. I mean, like, because, like... If you someone tells you how do you do a red arrow, like it's complicated, like it's, it's hard yeah. to describe it. Yeah, it's like a shooting star press, but with a twist and a flip or something. Yeah. And uh, what was I gonna say? Crap, I forgot. Oh yeah, I remember. Like, uh, what's that maneuver called? Like, oh yeah. Anyways, I was trying to do a shooting star press, but like I almost landed on my head. Yeah, like uh, like Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Right. Because, like, <laughs> that dude, talking? like, he was, like, far away. Yeah, just, like, the fact of Brock Lesnar doing a shooting star press is just amazing. Like, a guy that big shouldn't be able to do a shooting star exactly. press. Like, that's scary. I think he start, He was really good at it, like, around, like, 2001 or two. Yeah, didn't I? He used to be his finisher or something? I don't know. Yeah, it did. Before, watch. like, he became, like, the, the beast Brock Lesnar. He was, like, actually yeah. by... The name of something else. I don't remember. Yeah. What would you say was the OMG moment you have ever done in CMW? Um, probably, for me, it was the first moonsault off the ladder. Because at the time, doing a moonsault was like something I've been scared of for a long time. But when I finally did it off the ladder, I thought it was really cool. But in general, I think... My biggest OMG moment is in the match coming up this Tuesday, Crash Carnival 4. I did, I'm not going to say what it was, but it was a really big spot that was kind of like super crazy, something that I've never really done before. Right. You just have to wait and see. I mean, you know instantly what it is when you see it. But I will indeed. Don't forget to check out CMW. The link will be down in the description. Yep, Crash Carnival 4. Oh, actually, no, this podcast will be out after Crash Carnival. So hopefully you guys all tune in for that match. Um, right. It was, in my opinion, the greatest match in CW history. So if you haven't seen it, go and check it out. I could tell that that will be one of the greatest CMW matches I've ever seen yeah, once it comes to, out. I mean, I, I've been waiting since January for this match. Because we filmed this match back in January. It's April now. That's four months I've been waiting to film. That's, uh, that's crazy. This match. Because if you follow CW, you know that our schedule is like, non-existent we don't have a schedule we only film when we have time and right now mm-hmm. when i'm working and putting up with weather i don't really have time to film content anymore so crash carnival 4 was meant to have uh three matches but we only managed to film one and it's taken all this time to actually get it uploaded so it's been a long time i mean now. i right i mean i can't blame you because like you seen our our yardomania too uh yeah i think so i think i have our original plan was to actually have three matches, but like since some of the wrestlers didn't show up, 
We actually had yeah. to have just one match, yeah. and that was the world title. Yeah, like, same thing for us. We have big plans, but they just never come about because we just don't have time to film that much stuff. Mm-hmm. Was Crash Carnival supposed to, like, come out early? I mean, like, before it, April? Or? It was meant to be in January. We always have it in January, but we... Ever since Destiny last year, which was meant to be in April, that got delayed, and then with that event being delayed, it delayed everything else. Like, everything else just got postponed, like, two months. So... Okay. Our, our timeline is, like, completely ruined right now, but we're still we're still uploading stuff. We're not going to stop. I mean, like, that's good because, like, oh, crap, what was it going to say? Like, it's better yeah. to delay it than rush it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the good thing is, in between all these events, like, we have a two-month gap between filming matches, and that gives us a lot of time to practice. And that's why in our matches we have all these, like, crazy sequences because we got all that time to practice and make up some insane spots. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's, that, like, that's how we managed to pull off all these crazy back-and-forth sequences and stuff like that. Would you wait? Would you also say that OMG moment was also a crazy moment, or or yeah, what would you say? For sure, it was definitely crazy. I um, <laughs> I got a lot higher than I thought I would get on the jump. That's, uh-huh. that's all I'm gonna say. It was a big jump. Um, yeah, it was definitely one of the craziest things I've ever done, and it definitely was up there with one of the biggest OMG moments in CNW. Well, I'm I'm glad. You you had fun doing that match. I can't wait yeah. to check it out. Yeah, actually, speaking of OMG moments, I think <laughs> I think you and I both know what the biggest OMG moment in CW is. That was Tom Nicholas getting hit with that stick. In right the in the air. nuts. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that one. Right. <laughs> oh, man, like, that, that was... was just like a beautiful moment. Like, <laughs> damn. Was... Every time I watch that back, I just can't stop laughing. It was such a good right. one. Is, is there a way you can like play that over the top of this podcast? Cause I yeah, feel like I'll people... play right now. As we have a look at the replay here, stick collecting Tom. Look at Tom flying high, Tobe, Carniolo. And- oh, oh my god! god! No! Oh, no! No! Tom! No! How is Tom alive? I feel like the people need part, to see I'll it. I'll be recording. So, uh-huh. Yeah. It was, oh man, that was such a good moment. That was, we replayed that video like so many times. We have it in our intro video. And everything. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. One of the biggest OMG moments, for sure. Now that you mention it, I was actually watching it in school. And when that yeah. happened, like, the first time, like, because it happened so fast, like, I didn't really understand what happened. Like, oh, did he hit him in the knee? But yeah, with yeah. the slow motion, like, I, like, because there was, like, three kids that were sleeping. And I was like, ah! Like, they all woke up. It was <laughs> yeah, pretty the funny. Commentary, the commentary was so good on that. We... <laughs> Because at, at first we played it off like, oh, he's been hitting the ribs. And then the replay came right. up and we were just like, oh my God. You know? I mean, like, that's what I love about wrestling. Like, even the commentary, like, makes it good. Yeah. Yeah. The commentary commentary is definitely what makes a lot of the great matches, like, really good. Right. Like, it's not just the wrestlers, but, like, the referee, also yeah. the fans. If yeah. we had fans, but mostly also the commentary. Yeah. It's actually really fun commentating matches because... We make a lot of references to like right. WWE, like make fun of the commentators there. It's just something really fun that we love doing. Uh huh. Like especially in ACW, I always like to do like the JR, you know, like good God Almighty. Like, yeah, yeah, and the, the Mamma Mia. Everyone loves doing Mamma uh-huh. Mia. Like you can't be a wrestling fan and not say good God Almighty, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Would you agree with me that JR is the voice of wrestling? Yeah, definitely. He's probably the most iconic 
uh, commentator ever. Right. But I can't believe... Because wasn't he commentating for like, I don't know, like 30 or 40 years, you know what I'm correct? Yeah, he's been doing it for a long time. Right, especially like, from like the 70s or 80s, yeah, you know what I'm correct? Yeah, he's still going today. It's pretty cool. He's not as good as mm. he's like right now as he was a few years ago. Like he's, right. like he's slurring his words a lot, but I mean, you know, uh-huh. he's J.I., he's a legend. I mean, you got to give him credit. Like, sure, like some wrestlers might be old, but like some of them could like still do it, you know? Yeah. Except for Goldberg. He's right. Like, boy. did you see what happened with him versus The Fiend? Oh, my God. That was embarrassing. That was terrible. That was embarrassing. He couldn't even lift them up. Like, I was like, just, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. The Fiend kicking out of, what was it, like, six curb stomps, but in one botched jackhammer. It wasn't even a jackhammer. It was a suplex, a brain buster. Hey. And that was it. And, like, the thing that caught me, like, laughing and crying was, like, when Goldberg trying to let his leg, he was just pulling his tights. Yeah, exactly. I think uh-huh. I think uh, there was one match worse than that though, and that's Goldberg versus Undertaker. Right, you, where you, like they you, almost tried to kill each other. Yeah, you remember that match, right? I mean, it was just like right. It was literally a whole episode of Botchamania. That is, I love Botchamania. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to see a, um, a backyard wrestling Botchamania. Heck yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. You know what I love about Botchamania the most? Yeah, what is the Simpsons one? Oh yeah, I like the um the you talk too much when it shows the wrestlers talking to each other. Right, I love that. Then like they play the music in the background, like you talk too much. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. you never shut up. Yeah, it's such but a- like for real, I would love to see a backyard r- version of Botchmania. Yep, somebody get onto that. Somebody make that. Like I might work on that for ACW, probably for CMW as well. I yeah, could call we- it like. BYW Botchmania. Yeah, in the past, we've actually uploaded a video called CNW Botches and Bloopers where we just upload all of our outtakes because when we're doing all of these sequences, we actually mess up quite a lot, as you probably imagine. Right. Because, like, our matches are so fast-paced that sometimes we forget things. And we've actually got, like, I think two videos on that, just uploading all of our botches. Uh-huh. I mean, like, you can't, it can't, like, you can't have a good wrestling without a boss, you know? Yeah, nothing's perfect, especially in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, sure, when people, like, see botches, people say, oh, that's fake. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, sure, they might mess up, but, like, at least they still, yeah, like, yeah. do a good performance. Yeah, there's not much you can do when you botch. Some people are good at, like, fixing botches, but sometimes they're just unfixable. Right, like, uh, which one was the terrible botch, that, if I can you remember? See that, um, the, uh, that one botch where they guarded the double moonsault, the double rotation moonsault, and he just landed on his head. Oh, yeah, that was a nasty. That, that's probably the worst botch I've ever seen. Oh, no, the other one, the one I was talking about, is the Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whistle in the wind. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> was... I just like how, like, when, like, Jeff Hardy does it, Drew McIntyre falls. Yeah, he didn't even hit him, but he still sold it. I know, like... Like, why would you like, sell Michael it? Cole? Michael Cole was like, a whisper in the wind, Matt Hardy. I mean, Jeff Hardy does a, the whisper in the wind. Freaking Jinder Mahal, out of nowhere, he just, like, falls. Yeah, and Mark Cole tried doing the um the usual cover-up. Oh, I don't think he got all of that. I mean, like, in wrestling, like, if someone botches, like, I understand it. They say, like, I don't think he connected all of the way because, yeah. you know, like, it could be true. Yeah. But, like, the one in NXT, had you seen the Aleister Black versus um, Lord yeah. Sullivan? Yeah, that was bad. 
That was bad. He missed him by like a good meter, and he still sold it. Right. Especially the women's triple threat match. That was a botch. Oh, yeah, the uh, the main event. Like, I like the idea. I just don't prefer that main eventing, you know? Yeah. Like, because I want to, like, leave WrestleMania being satisfied or being pissed, not, like, frustrated, you know? I mean, I understand the whole uh, women's re- revolution thing, but I think they're taking it a bit too far. Like, that should have been, like, the second main event, you know? Yeah, like the semi, semi-main event, second last. Mm-hmm. Or if they were doing the, like, too big for one show, like how we, they were doing it for WrestleMania 36, like, for one night, that would be an appropriate time to main event. Yeah, yeah, just, like, even it out. Exactly. But, damn, like, the ending was terrible. Like, Ronda yeah. Rousey's shoulder was, like, way up. It was clearly up, yeah. And, like, I thought they were going to, like, like we start the match, but, like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, that was it. <laughs> what I was supposed to tell my teacher tomorrow that my wrestler kicked out even though the shoulder was up? Yeah. That's crazy. Which one would you say was the best WrestleMania you ever watched? Uh, 25. Oh, yeah, 25 probably is the best. But up there, I would also have WrestleMania 30. With uh, the whole Daniel Bryan story. That was definitely one of the best. The the Yesomania, yeah. Yeah. That's probably one of the most iconic moments that I've seen over the past uh-huh. 10 years. I would say the best WrestleMania, if I'm correct. I would say... Oh, crap. I forgot which one it was. WrestleMania... No. no. Yeah, it was WrestleMania 20... Crap, I can't remember. What? It's just there's so many. What matches was there? It was the Undertaker. Undertaker was in it. I'm trying to remember what, who he wrestled. Another good one was WrestleMania 33. I like that. Yeah, 33. That was with the Jeff Hardy, and that was except the best. Except for the main event. Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. That's rather forgettable. Right. Like, I, I, I don't understand why that match happened. Yeah. Like, I understand if that happened in the pay-per-view, but WrestleMania? Like, come on. Yeah. And the main event, too. Like, it's like... Right. On. But did you see what happened on the next episode of Monday Night Raw? Like, oh, Roman geez. Reigns was being, like, booed for, like, oh, 20 that minutes. that was hilarious. That was so good. I loved it when Roman got booed. Right. It was, it was funny because it was, like, a tradition. Like, you had to boo for yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. But if you think about it, like, people were hypocrites. Like, they booed him. But when he got, like, leukemia, people were like, oh, my God, like, I love you. Not yeah. Me. Well, I mean, truth be told, that... I've never been a fan of Roman Reigns. Like, I, even when he was in The Shield, I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked him in The Shield, but, like, it's just, like, when when he get pushed, you know, like, he gets pushed a lot. Yeah, he may never did four menus in a row, which is kind of like. Right. Yeah, no, nah, that shouldn't happen. I mean, like, sure, he might have good matches. Like, the one was uh, him versus Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank. Or him versus AJ Styles. They were good matches. Right. Wasn't that the return of Seth Rollins? Yeah. Extreme Wolves. Right. That was crazy. The fans were crazy that Seth Rollins made his return. No, I went crazy. I was very happy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that was... But now that you think about it, I would love to see a bunch of media back here wrestling. Yeah, somebody get onto that, please. Let's make it happen. 
I mean, I could work on it. Like, I could be on. It could be ACW. It could be yeah. EBW, MEBW, CMW. Because right now, I can remember off the top of my head a few botches that I've seen. One of them was yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't call this a botch, but I don't know if you've seen it, but it was the iconic Tommy Gun curb stomp at Backyard Mania Two, I think. Okay. When he did that curb stomp to Tyler Adams, and it was just like a tap to death. Right. It was pretty funny. Or I saw one Botchmania where they did the crap. It was like the whole intro for like Drake and Josh, but it was with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh uh, yeah, they've um definitely gotten really creative with Botchmania. I love it. Right. And like, do you follow um the Botch Club on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know how they do that meme where like. Like when they botch, like he shows Benjamin Grant, he goes like, "Ooh, I think <laughs> yeah, we need a little bit of work there." I love that. I love watching yeah, those, especially when they do the basketball one. Which one was that? Like I don't remember which basketball player. Like he was like dribbling, dribbling. He jumps, he shoots it, but like he misses big time. <laughs> then it enters the Benjamin McMahon meme. Oh, that's so good. But you know what? They should happen in the in backyard wrestling. Yeah. What? Somebody should make a meme page. Oh, I'd love to see that. Back at wrestling meme page. Someone needs to make that happen as well. That'd be really right. entertaining. There's just just so think about memes. the memes you could yeah, have. Yeah, you could have so many memes. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Like, there could be one that says, like, 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 mom, I want uh, the best in the yard. Then the mom goes, like, we already have the best in the yard at home. Then it shows, like, the best in the yard at home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's endless. Yeah, I want to see that now. I really want to see that. Somebody please make it happen. Like, one could be, like, the original package, what you get from Wish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's an, the one, the memes I love the most is the Vince McMahon memes, where, like, it shows his face reaction, then he does yeah. a flip on the chair. Oh, that one, when he falls back, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Classic. But have you seen the original segment? Uh, I think so. Isn't that when that girl starts like... That chick is dancing on the table or something? Yeah. I mean, like, I always crack up when Vince McMahon, like, he looks surprised then he, like, he falls back. Like, <laughs> I can't just, yeah. like, you crack up yeah. every single That's time. That's an iconic meme. It is. But yeah, I just hope that could happen too. Soon, you know, like, yeah. backyard meme. Yeah, somebody get onto it. Make it happen, folks. All right. Are you ready for a serious question? Yeah, sure. Why did you become a backyard wrestler? Um, well, the thing is with every wrestling fan, like when you first watch wrestling, you always have that thought in the back of your mind, like, what if I can do that? What if I can do that move? What if I can be like that guy? And the chances are, if you've got like a sibling or if you've got like a, tra- right. a trampoline in the back, you've gone out there and uh-huh. you try to do those moves. And that's the case with me. Like, I watched on TV and I went outside with my brother and we started doing moves and then it just took off from there. And it was... Yeah. Oh, nice. That was like, I'd say 10 years ago we start, first started doing It was. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. And then in 2015, we actually started, like, what if we actually start taking it seriously, start doing matches, entrances, storylines and things like that. And we started doing that in front of our family, like just doing... Oh, nice. Pretend little shows. And then in 2017 or late 2016, we were like, okay, what if we film it and put it on YouTube? And then that's how the whole CNW started. 
Oh, nice. I think my story is definitely similar to lots of other people. Like, they see it on TV and they go, yeah, let's try this. And then it just takes off from there. Is it me? Or, like, had you ever, like, told, like, any of your siblings, like, hey, let me try this wrestling move on you. I'm sure it won't hurt. Yeah, everybody does it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. go, yeah, I'm sure it doesn't hurt. And then you end up, like, putting them in hospital. You know what's crazy? Yeah, what? All right, I'm seeing a picture of a dude hitting someone with a chair at home. And the caption says, WWE thinks they're slick, but we've been wrestling with them crabs since they told us not to try this at home. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. WWE always says, do not try this at home. But there's always going to be people that do it. Right, like, I don't think, like, that could stop yeah, us. Yeah, of course. Like, have you seen those dudes that wrestle at Walmart and all oh, that? Oh, I love those videos, yeah. They did the um. Those are freaking badass. The one did the Spanish fly off the counter. That yeah, like that was beautiful. Like that wow. Was, yeah, they actually had some good form on that. Like that was actually a pretty clean Spanish fly. If I was there watching it in person, I would just like be giving them a huge pop. Oh, yeah, I'd go up and I'd shake a hand. I'd be like, "Yo, man, that was that was incredible." Right. Like, imagine just walking down the aisle and you just look over and someone has like a Spanish fly off the counter, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'll just be a crazy thing to see. Oh, you know what would be a cool video idea concept? Yeah, well. Um, if you did a wrestling match in public, like a social experiment. There is, there has been, um, what are they called? They do wrestling in the subway. Like people are like, I don't remember what it's called. But like someone, like they get slammed into a table. Yeah, in public, yeah. Um, there is those uh, twins that do uh, wrestling in public places. The one that in the bouncy castles, bouncy yeah, castles, yeah, and like water parks and things like that. Right, that's pretty cool, especially with the audio in the background. That'd be fun, just wrestling at like park. Right. Like there's so many, there's so many moves um, that you do. Right, funny story. When I went to um, Colorado with my cousin, my family from Mexico, we went to like the. Trampoline castle. I mean, park. I think that's what they call it, right? Yeah. Park. Yeah. Anyways, like, I told one of the managers, like, hey, I'm a YouTuber. Is it fine if, like, me and my sister wrestle for a while? She's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just like, just don't go to the hospital or anything. So, like, <laughs> yeah, we were just wrestling. We were doing tricks. The cool part is, I managed to do, like, a 630. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, just imagine doing, um, like any type of wrestling maneuver into um, a pit ball. I think yeah, that's like what it if is. If you had the whole trampoline park to yourself, that would be right. so much fun doing a wrestling match. Yeah. Just think about the matches you could have. Yeah. I'd like to see a um, like I don't know, like a six man, just like free for all, like brawl, going all around this. Place. Right. There's so many things that you could do. Right on. All right. Are you ready? This is the follow up question. Yeah. What if you never became a wrestler? Um, it's a pretty weird thing to think about because I've, uh, like I said, been a fan of wrestling since I was six. So, I mean, uh-huh. I would probably just be working on the farm, like carrying on as usual. But as, a, as like mm-hmm. future career pathways, I mean, I did a lot of uh, photography and graphic design at school, like woodwork, engineering. Maybe I'd maybe oh, nice. do something like that. But, I mean, I probably wouldn't be doing sports or anything maybe i mean maybe i'd be doing my flips and things like that but if it wasn't like if oh, i was nice. wrestling i wouldn't have done flips so you know it's 
Like, it's definitely a, a really weird thing to think about, like, considering my whole life has been revolved around wrestling. Exactly. But do you think the world would be, like, I want to say sad, but a bit depressed if wrestling never existed? Um, It would definitely be strange, that's for sure. Like, Right, because, like, if you think about it, like, wrestling has, like, made an impact. Like, yeah. like especially in the Attitude Era, like, yeah. like, if you live during the Attitude Era, like, you can't, like, go around places without seeing someone, like, putting the middle finger or someone doing the DX or, like, yeah. suck it, you know? Yeah. Just imagine going to school at that time, like, watching Monday Night Raw, like, sub-teacher, like, suck it, you yeah. know? Oh, that's... I remember one time I did, I did the DX chomp where I told the teacher to suck it. It was <laughs> pretty funny. Did you class? Yeah, I got a red card. Oh, that's no. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Oh, that would oh, that would be pretty funny to see. And the next, the next class was in second grade. No, yeah, the next year was was in second oh, grade. So like my teacher, yeah. yeah. Like I told the teacher, like I got two words for you. <laughs> and, like she kind of got mad, and like she said, "Get out." And then like after that, like well, before I walked out, I said, "Suck it," and <laughs> shut the door. And so I was a bit crazy yeah. back then, but like, yeah. You love to see it. You love to see stuff like it. Right. I mean, like, you can't go around without, like, I feel like every wrestling fan has either did the woo, tried to raise their eyebrow, yeah. or, like, say yeah. what? You know, like... Yeah, and another thing is, I, like, basically every day of my life, I wear a wrestling t-shirt. Like, <laughs> so without wrestling, my clothing would be a lot different. Like, my wardrobe is just filled with wrestling t-shirts. Now that you mentioned that, one time, you know who's Marty Scurll, yeah, right? All right. One time I was in Oklahoma, and I was, like, going to, like, a carnival park, and I was wearing the Marty Scurll. Yeah. He was working there. He was, like, the villain club. Then, like, we were just talking. Then I told him about what, ACW, and now, like, oh, yeah? everybody knows about ACW from that location because yeah. it all started with the T-shirt. Right, yeah. It's crazy how wrestling works. Like, it brings us together. It is. is. Especially when you see, like, uh, like crossover events. Like, for example, EBW versus MEBW. Like, you know, just the fact fact that wrestling has made them meet new people and make new friends. Like, it's just a, it's a pretty cool platform to um, to Uh share things with people. Right. Because I feel like with other sports, like football, like, people, like, hate each other. Yeah. Oh, you suck because yeah. you like this team ball. And wrestling, like, we might, like, hate different wrestlers, but, like, we sure, like, like the experience, Yeah, I you mean, know? there is fans that argue, like, oh, AEW sucks, WWE's better, or, like, vice versa. Right. You know. Especially, like, for little kids. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, we're all wrestling fans. Like, there was one that says, like, kids, kids watch AEW. Yeah. Men watch WWE. Yeah. Legends watch NWA. New Japan. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Because, like, NWA was, like, really old, and it's still old, yeah. which makes it classic and good. NWA's got that history behind it. They've got the um, 10 pounds of gold. They still have the same title. Yeah, that's pretty – that's amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah, maybe If you day. ever went pro, if yep. you ever went pro, what what – company would he go to of any company 
probably not WWE. I mean, if I wanted to make money, I would go to WWE, but I would like to have like creative freedom and freedom of who I want to be and like what I want to do. So I think, And what matches you want? Okay. Yeah, like I think the most ideal company for me is either New Japan or AEW. Like, oh, okay. With uh, with uh, New Japan. Uh, oh, wait, are you talking about back wrestling promotions or pro wrestling? No, no, no. I meant like pro wrestling. Yeah, pro, yeah. Because in, in, uh, in New Japan pro wrestling, like best of Super Juniors tournament, that'll be really cool. Or like the G1. I love the, the G1 tournament. That's amazing. It's such a shame they got uh, postponed. I mean, it was right. it was going to be postponed anyway because of the Olympics, but man, it's hard. Oh really yeah, but you know what? Be actually pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I know professional wrestling is scripted and all that, but like, imagine having a pro wrestling match in the Olympics with all those fans. That, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be cool. They need to do right. That. Like, or even better, imagine having. Oh well, I don't think because WWE already did it. Like, imagine. Well, having a wrestling show during halftime, like actually, like yeah. in front of the Super Bowl. Yeah, just somehow include wrestling in like big events like that. Like, it'll, right, it'll get like get more eyes on the product. Uh-huh. Maybe make new fans. Mhm. Because like I'm sure like not a lot of people like like singers, you know. Like sure it might yeah. be yeah. good, but like. They just don't want to be seen. They want to be entertained. They want to see, like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, they want to see someone jumping off a cage, like Mick Foley. Right. Like, that's entertainment. I don't know about you, but right. wrestling is entertainment. Like, I remember one time I got bullied for being a wrestling fan. Like, yeah, I told someone, like, how could you even like baseball? It's just the person getting with a stick, hitting a ball, yeah. and yeah. running, and catching it, and throwing it, and sliding. Yeah. But wrestling, on the other hand, like, Sure, you could say it's fictional, but like, at least that's my type of action. Yeah. It's like if you think about it, it's like a superhero movie, but in real yeah, life, exactly, with exactly every week. Like especially some of the storylines in it, like you know, like a big betrayal or something. That's like exactly. That's like some movie type plot. Like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, especially Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw has been like the longest running TV show yeah, exactly, ever. Exactly. Which is crazy, because it started in 1993, if I'm correct. Yeah, and they haven't missed an episode, except I think. Oh no, no, they no, they, they did Christmas episodes, didn't they? No, they did one. Um, I think it was after the Royal Rumble 2015, and they couldn't do it because of the weather. Oh, yeah. So they it just showed like a big um, snowstorm week. or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like they even did it in Raw versus I mean Raw and SmackDown, like. Yeah. Since they didn't have a lot of wrestlers, they just showed like old clips. Yeah. Yeah, Which, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's a good idea, but, like, I mean, like, nobody wants to watch old clips. Yeah. Unless if it's, like, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah, they had that on the other day, didn't they? On R- yeah, they did it on SmackDown. On oh, SmackDown, yeah. Yeah. What is the best wrestling game you ever played? Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's definitely SmackDown versus Raw 2010. Mainly because I have such a big history on it. Like, I have... I've had so many fun times on that game. Um, and Oh, nice. Honestly, like, I'm not the biggest gamer. Uh, like, I've never... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't have a PlayStation or Xbox. It's not because, like, we can't okay. can't afford it or anything. It's just I never really got into that type of stuff. But 
We had it on the week. Uh-huh. We had uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2010, 2011, and 12 and 13 on the Wii. And yeah, that was mm-hmm. really fun. Really fun games. Um, I think... Oh, what was going to say? I think I FaceTimed you the other day. Like, You could tell I'm a big, huge wrestling fan, and I'm a gamer. Yeah, you like, got, I have like a lot of wrestling games. Yeah, you got a whole bunch of stuff there. Like from the NES wrestling games yeah, to like the PS1, do, PS2, like, PS3, you know. You should do like a behind the scenes thing and just show everyone your big collection. Right. Because like, I know I might not be Grim in the other hand. Like Grim, like he's a collector. Yeah, you probably got a lot of money in there. Like that stuff's probably worth mm-hmm. quite a lot of money. Right. Because I have some action figures that like, like WWE doesn't want to talk about. I think you know who I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. I, I had that action figure. Yeah. That's definitely a collector's item. Right. That's, I mean, he's a good wrestler, but in the other hand, personal, yeah. which is sad. Yeah. Who would you say is your dream match opponent in backyard wrestling? Um, I've actually got uh, quite a big list, but normally when you ask a backyard wrestler who their dream opponent is, like, the cra- well, you could list them all. Yeah. You, know? list them. you could list them uh, all. The chances are, like, most people are going to say, Matt Thunder, Maximus Roman, which is fair enough. And I mean, okay. they're definitely one of my dream opponents too. But I have a list right. of people that don't really get chosen often, and I'm not. I'm not picking them out of sympathy. I'm picking them because I genuinely think we can put on a good match and tell a great story. Um, and that, right. that list starts off with Jay Creed uh, from EBW. I love that guy. He's oh, Jay Creed. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he's a great talent. I love. Especially since he joined the, uh, the Silence era. I- I'm loving his stuff there. I think we could tell a really good story. Put in a really good match. Okay. Um, James Fury, he's another one. I mean, he's also a pretty common uh, opponent for much uh, for a lot of people. He's a pretty good wrestler, not going to lie. Yeah, he seems like a really cool dude too. But like, just having a match with him would be pretty cool. I think we could put in a great match. Another one is Tommy Gunn, actually. I mean, Tommy I, I, Gunn, think, yeah. I think we could tell a really good, like, David and Goliath story. I know that's kind of overused in wrestling, like you know, the little guy versus big guy. But I think I could do it. Like you, you guys could like make it work. Yeah, I think I can make it work. Like in a different way that we haven't seen before. Um, like the strength versus speed. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there is two opponents that are like my ultimate dream opponents. Uh, one of them is Executioner from EBW. I mean, like oh, nice. that kid, he can take a bump. He can take. He can endure a lot of things. Like, if you've seen his match at both bloodthirsty events, like, the kid, yeah, the kid can take that. a beating. And another right. thing is, like, in CMW, all of my opponents are, like, a lot bigger than me. Like, heavier, taller, stronger than me. So okay. I haven't really had the chance to wrestle anyone smaller or, like, my size. And I think Executioner is, like, a perfect match. That would be a pretty good match yeah. to see. Not and then lie. my ultimate dream opponent, um, I don't know if you have heard of him. He's from a company that has actually, I think, disbanded, but it's uh, TJ Carter from PTWF. Does that sound familiar to you? I don't yeah. think well, so, but go yeah, ahead. Like, he's, tell like, us. Um, he's my ultimate dream opponent, and I think I am also one of his dream opponents too, uh, just because we have such oh, a nice. similar style, and I think we take inspiration from the same wrestlers like he and i are both like in in our movesets you can you can see parts of like will osprey kota ibushi kenny omega i think um because all okay. of their movesets like brush up on both mine and his and i think we're just like a perfect match for each other right definitely um one of my dream opponents for sure
If you haven't heard of him, well, he's a pretty okay. uh, very talented news, TJ Carter. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll go check him out after this yeah, sure. podcast. But then again, you can't you you can't forget about Derek Destroyer. Of course, yeah, know? of course. I mean, like I want to say that's a dream match because like it's gonna happen no matter what. Yeah, mark my words. Of course, I think we could tell a pretty interesting story, especially considering it. I th- I believe it's the first ever international match. Might be. I don't know. That yeah, like that would be a good record. Be, I mean, a good thing to have. Yeah. You know? I just hope Matt Thunder doesn't beat me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, like, he, yeah, like, I'll give it to him. Like, yeah, he is the best in the yard. But, like, for me, like, I'll be, like, the best ever. Like, yeah. sure, like, I might be cocky and all that. But, like, confidence has nothing to do with it, you yeah, know? Exactly. Like, that's what motivates me. Like, because when I call myself the best ever, like, that helps me, like, concentrate, improve, you know? Yeah, you guys could do, like, a like an underdog type story. Like, you are the underdog. And you could do, like, a really big upset on that time or something. Right. Who would you say would win in a match, Matt Thunder or Christian Archer? That's an interesting match. Um, Oh, I don't know. I think with the height advantage, obviously Christian Archer, I I believe he's a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. I think personally, Matt Thunder would probably go over here. Um, I think because it's super kick, it's super kick versus um, the claymore kick. uh, Yeah. Matt Thunder's more experienced, I think, in back addressing. He's been doing it longer than Christian Archer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I don't know that for sure, but based, based on okay. like, observation, I think Matt Thunder can definitely out, outpace Christian Archer, and I think he'll definitely pick up the win. It'll be a great match, though, that's for sure. I definitely would. Yeah, don't get me wrong, that will be a good match. But, I mean, it could go either way. Christian Archer could also beat him. It, it's a coin okay. toss at the end of the day, it's 50 50. 50-50, right. What's your thoughts on ACW? Yeah, I love... Um, like I said before, I love the editing you guys are like, especially the intro. I love that. Um, right. I, I think I told you this before. Maybe I didn't, or probably I told someone else, but one of our fans actually yeah, made it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it is cool. You, you've also got some pretty uh, interesting characters on your roster, like Mason. I like him. He's cool. Right. I love yeah, the entrance. whole Terminator thing. That's pretty cool. I dig. Right. Um, but yeah, no, you guys, you seem like a pretty uh, talented bunch of wrestlers. I'd definitely love to come over there and, you know, spend some time there, have a match with a lot of people there, you know? Right. Like, first, like, first Australian wrestler to be an ACW. Yeah, or you like guys come, could come to me. Either way. Yeah, either way, it's going to yeah. be good. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Mm, I, in 10 years again that could go either way because right now I honestly don't know what career I'm going to do like I could do wrestling I could do just continue on working on the farm I could do something else but um, if I did carry mm-hmm. on with wrestling I'd probably see myself still kind of developing in the indies like within the next 10 years because if I was to start wrestling I wouldn't start until like 3 or 4 years because I'd like to bulk up first, um, you know, establish right. myself first. And by the time you get on the indies and get established and then, you know, get like a bigger appearance on your name, like more people know about you, it's going to take some, like it doesn't uh-huh. happen instantly. You got to build yourself up. So in 10 years, I mean, I'd probably 
I'd still be probably on the indies. I'm not. It's kind of hard to predict though. Right, because like Rey Mysterio, he started professional wrestling at the age of twelve, yeah. which is incredible. And then you got some people. You can see their careers. Right, it takes a long time to build them up to the star. Like Kenny Omega, he started off like pretty slow, and he started gaining momentum. And then he got really popular, and mm-hmm. he's like thirty six now. So. It took him all that time to get where he right. is. So it's a slow process, but you know, you've got to stay consistent. That's I think there's been few wrestlers where like um like they're really old, but like they started like being really big once once they got yeah. old. Yeah, like um some of the wrestlers now who are like older, like I'm talking like like, like mid thirties by they came to the WWE. Yeah, Dustin right. Rhodes is a good example. I love Dustin. I'm sure I'm gonna miss his Goldust character, yeah, but Dustin Rhodes is a good wrestler. Yeah, like now he can show like what he's truly made of. You know, right, he could carry on his father's legacy, like Cody yeah. Rhodes. I mean, I don't see him as like a top guy there, but you know, it's he can have. Mm-hmm. Some... He is sure. Uh, he's a hell yeah, of he can a wrestler. Have some interesting matches there for sure. Mm. Like back then, especially in the Attitude Era, like there were like some mid card wrestlers that like that were more entertaining than the actual main event yeah, carters. Yeah, that's that's the thing with wrestling nowadays. Like, there's a lot of people who are more talented but don't get the spotlight. Right. Like, to be fair, like, I feel like everyone deserves to have a spotlight at least yeah, once. And it's unfortunate to see people that have so much talent just go down and be, like, buried. Right. Like, because, like, there was a wrestler yeah, like, the that, like, it really, uh, yeah, you know what you know what I'm talking about? What? Which one are you talking about? Like, I think he quit because of WWE, like, they were being racist or something. Um, that's happened to a few people. Right. But, like, that's what I kind of hate about WWE, like, they're a bit yeah. racist, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of controversy like, this... about that. Uh-huh. Like, they should treat everyone fairly, you know? It doesn't yeah. matter. But anyways... Alright, I know this this question might be a bit odd, because, like, it's going to be uploaded on Wednesday, yeah. I'm correct. And we're recording it on Saturday, which for me is Saturday, but for him, BXB, yeah. it's Sunday. It's it crazy is, how the yeah. days work. But... What's your thoughts on AJ Styles versus The Undertaker? Any Boneyard um, well, match? I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen the highlights of it. It's oh, um, okay. definitely a very interesting way of going about the match. I mean, for me, I would have preferred them to have like just a regular singles match because I think AJ Styles versus Undertaker, like AJ could have carried Undertaker to like a really good match. But I think right. this Boneyard match, it's a cool concept. I like it. Um, like, I- It felt like the Attitude Era and... Yeah. Uh, Hardy yeah, Boys Compact. Like I said, I mix. haven't seen the whole thing, but from what I've seen, it looks pretty interesting. I'm not gonna spoil it to you or anything, but like, I'll, the only spoil I'm gonna give you is like, it's yeah, so bad. I, mean, I know who wins, but like, it, yeah. Okay, but like you gotta watch the whole thing. Definitely You'll be so. That satisfied. was the main event, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. Like AJ Styles yeah. in the main event of WrestleMania. I'll take that. That's cool. All right. It's crazy that AJ Styles took like years to get yeah, to that's WWE. Another example. Like he took 
all that time to build up his career. I mean, he was a star in TNA, and then he went to New Japan. But, like, to actually get established, it took him all that time to get to the WWE. He was, what, 30, 38 when right. he came to WWE? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And Drew McIntyre as well, like, especially for him to get a yeah, big how push. He'd be mid-30s, probably. Uh, yeah, give me a sec. Okay, Google. How old is Drew McIntyre? Thirty-four. Because yeah, right? he's been in it for yeah, ten years. I remember that. What would you say was the best moment you ever had in CMW? Um, best moment, probably. Um, I think just putting on great matches. Like I think my best match in my career, Crash Carnival Four. That was probably one of my best moments. I mean, obviously, it hasn't been released yet. Actually, no, it will be released by the time this video comes out. But I think... Yeah, no yeah, worries, but yeah, that match we in get you. was probably the biggest moment in my career because it was, you know, it's like my best match in my career. Oh, nice. Had you ever, um like, recorded a match, but, like, it got deleted somehow? Um, no, I don't think Has that so. ever we happened? have had a few like promos that we had to scrap because we just didn't have time to upload them or we just never got to it. But no, that hasn't happened for a match. No. Dang. If you could change one thing about backyard wrestling, what would it be? Um, probably. I mean, there's a lot of cliches in backyard wrestling. Like a lot of people just copy WWE and copy like things they see on pro wrestling. I think. People should be more original when it comes to backyard wrestling. Uh, like, right. create your own stuff, you know. Whether that means getting your own theme song. Like, don't use a theme song that already is from, like, a wrestler. Use, like, get something that right. suits you. You know, don't don't copy spots from wrestling. Just make your own stuff up. Because you have a lot of freedom in backyard wrestling. You can do whatever you want. You know, there's no need to be, to be copying uh-huh. all these people. I mean, sometimes it works. Like, you look at Matt Thunder, the Claymore. Like, he's made that work. Even though... Claymore is Drew McIntyre's move. Like, he makes it work, you know? Right. Uh, what was going to say, like, the theme song has to make sense yeah. to the character, yeah, you know? Like, for me, like, the, my song is Heartless by Kanye yeah, West, he, but like, it's a covered used, version, um, and it's a, it's a rock band. You from AEW? That's what you yeah. said again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Britt like Baker, yeah, the that doctor. That's cool. That's interesting. I mean, like, I love the song, but, like, I just, like, I have to stop using it because, like, there's a wrestler yeah. that's using it, you know, right, like, it wouldn't make sense. As long as it suits the character, as long as it fits in, then it's it's all fine. It can work. Right. Who would you say was the best wrestler you ever uh, wrestled Tom with? Nichols, for sure. That's definitely the easiest. You guys share yeah, a great Yeah, definitely. Chemistry. Like I said, we've been, Tom and I have been doing it for 10 years. So we've obviously got that chemistry. We've got that experience. And every time we have a match, it's obviously going to be something special. Um, another one is Kellen right. Dark, too. I love wrestling Kellen. Uh, he's no longer a wrestler in CW, but when he was there, we had some pretty cool matches. Definitely. He retired? Yeah, he kind of just lost interest in wrestling. He still does commentary for us and that, but... Yeah. Oh, that's actually um, pretty good. I mean, he might return in the future. He might not. I'm not exactly sure on his status, but... Yeah, when he was there, we had some pretty um, good matches. I think probably some of the, some of the best matches in my career for sure. 
I always wanted to wrestle him because, like, he even had a cool shirt that says, like, yeah. Destroy You guys could have formed, like, cool, cool faction. Yeah. That would have been cool. Right. The Broken Colts or something. Yeah. Or Trademark. Just straight up Destroy uh-huh. Club. Right. We, the Destruction <laughs> yeah. or something. That would be pretty cool, yeah. you know? I just hope if it's possible, if I do travel to CMW, if I could probably get, like, a, a copy oh, of that yeah, shirt or something. Right, I'm a medium yeah. just to let you know. <laughs> we'll get we'll get onto that. All right. Yeah, sure. just let me know. Just book the flats and we'll be there. All right, sounds good. Uh, what was gonna say? Like, cause you know how you said like you would love to have him yeah, back again. Of course. Like for special occasions, like for example, like hypothetical. Let's say like the five year anniversary yeah. of CMW. Would you like have him like? Yeah, well, if an he's appearance? down to it, then sure. I mean, originally, he was meant to be, like, the main event of Crash Carnival 4 was supposed to be Big C versus Tom Nichols versus Callum Dark. It was going to be, like, the, the biggest match okay. we've ever done because that's, like, a huge story because l- last year's main event, uh, it was me versus Callum Dark, and Tom interfered in that match, and he cost Callum, and that was supposed to open a story where we would lead on to this triple threat match, but unfortunately, that never actually happened. But... Yeah, oh, it was wow. supposed to be one of the biggest matches. We were going to advertise it as like the biggest match in backhead wrestling, which you know. That. Yeah, yeah. I hate when that happens. But unfortunately, we never got. That actually never went down. But it would have been. Really good. When. Uh huh. Yeah. When when you guys say like you guys won't be able to record, like is it because of like the school? Is it nah, the weather well, or like I what is it? In school, but it's mainly because either we got work. We got weather, or we got like family coming down, things like that. Because, you know, we're um, always busy okay. here. Like farming also doesn't have an off season. If you want to talk about that, um, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, of so course, we're always yeah. Busy down here, and if, family yeah. is twenty four seven. Like, if we do get free time, let's say on the weekend, like, sure, we got a day off, but then it's raining. Mm. You know, we can't film, so that's what's holding us back a lot. We we've just gotten really unlucky. Yeah. yeah, I could relate because, like, like, there's going to be times where, like, people can't be able to but record for a while. also, it's probably a good thing because we have such a small roster. And if we were uploading, like, weekly videos, our content, yeah, it's going to get same It's going to get repetitive. And it's going to be hard for us to come up with, with new content. But it's a good thing and exactly. it's a bad thing. I mean, if we did upload more consistent, yes, we'll get more subscribers, more views. But I think at the end of the day, the way that we're uploading now is probably the best option. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like that's what I kind of fear in ACW, like because I like I don't want them, I don't want the fans to see like yeah, the same like, match because like they're gonna end up losing even if interest. That means waiting like two months for a match, like we do. I mean, it's probably it's gonna it's gonna hurt the channel, right. but in the long term, it probably would pay off. Like for me, like I don't, I feel like this is like a really bad idea, but like we kind of try to like have like we try to invite people to be yeah. in ACW. Like, for example, like, had you ever seen my match against me versus the Atomic Atom? I think oh, we yeah. had a highlight match. Yeah, I've seen the highlight video, yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. Am I thinking but, of a different match, or is that the one where he, like, dropped you on your head, like, twice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, one, that yeah. was that match. Ever since that, I keep having neck problems. Yeah. Like, right now, I have to, like, try to pop my neck. Run. You took it twice, too. 
right. Like, like he was like the worst wrestler that yeah. I ever wrestled with. And like just right now, this is gonna be like probably the first time I'm gonna shoot. Yeah. You know what shoot is, right? Wrestling. All right, I'm gonna shoot on the Atomic Adam. So get ready, folks. The Atomic Adam doesn't train. When we train, he doesn't listen. When you try to communicate, he doesn't listen. So yeah. we're having a match, right? And he's shining me up. He's kicking my ass. I'm making him look good. I'm selling all his good moves. But when I'm kicking his ass, he doesn't sell it, which is pissing me off. So, you know, we go into a shoot, a yeah. fight. Then there's one part where he pisses me off, not in the match, but it was in a bra. And I ripped his underwear, which was funny. Yeah, because yeah, I told Adam, because, like, we were having a bra, and I told him to, like, get out because I'm going to yeah. throw your ass out. I throw his ass out. I'm cutting a promo, <laughs> and he gets back in. I'm telling him, oh, my God, you're supposed to stay out. And, like, I just went yeah, Brock just... Lesnar on his mode, you know? Like, took the gloves yeah. off and boom, boom. <laughs> like, that's what I kind of hate. Because, like, you have to, like... Because in wrestling, yeah. you have to work together, you know? Yeah, definitely. But the Atomic Adam, like, when he first dropped me on my neck, like, like yeah. I was a bit scared. Because, I, yeah. like, I don't know what happened. And later yeah, on the match, he tried to do it again, but I reversed it. Uh-huh. Oh, for the second time he did it? Like, keep in mind, it's yeah. a championship match. Like, for, when he did it for the second time, I was actually going to, like, like, that was, like, I want to say that was going to be the finish, but, like, that would have been, like, actually been, a yeah. pretty good finish, yeah. like, a believable. Like, you guys could have made like, a storyline out of that. Like, just but, say, he broke your neck, uh, and it takes you out. Right. I mean, we were supposed to work our storyline, but one... Yeah. He barely shows up. He's hard to. Yeah. And the second part is like if I if I'm getting hurt while wrestling this dude, like I don't want him hurting my other wrestler, you know? Like I don't want yeah. my wrestler to be scared of him. Yeah, no, I understand. Yo. Cause like for me, like yeah, I yeah. care about my wrestlers. That's why most of the time I take most of yeah. bad bumps. Yeah, same. Like I even took a thumbtack spot. Because they wouldn't do it, but I will. Because that, that's the sacrifice no, I, I would make for my channel. In a Crush Carnival match, like a lot of neck bumps, I took. Right. But like the thing is, like, there's a, there's a, oh crap, how do you say it? I don't know. It's just, it's a late. It's really late. It's like yeah, 152 yeah. right now. But what, what was I trying to say? Like, there's a difference between you having a wrestling match. And you trying to yeah, survive. Because, yeah, like, there was a match. I think I was watching it. It was, like, probably in Japan or something. There was a wrestler that was, like, a big dude. And the other one, he was, like, buff by yeah. a big dude. Like, he was fat. And the buff dude, he was, like, punching him. And the <laughs> fat dude wasn't selling. So, like, the big dude, I mean, the buff dude got pissed. So, he just, would like, t- yeah. kicked his ass hard. And he was bleeding and shit like that. Because, like, you don't want to yeah, look yeah, bad in front of the camera. Like, if you could put hard work into it and they don't put hard work to it back, like, it kind yeah. of ruins the whole thing. Like, you can't you can't let him be the good yeah, guy. You like, you can't let him be good you if, if he's not making you look good. Like, so no, no one carries a match or anything. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's sometimes where like people have carried to because like yeah. they need help and all that. Like, I I thought like, don't get me wrong. The Atomic Adam he has some potential, but only if he actually like focus yeah. and pay attention. You know. Yeah, that's the case with some wrestlers sometimes. Right. Like some like in personal like like personally, he he joined the bowling team. Bowling, like you know the bowling where you got the ball oh, yeah. and you throw it into the pins. Well, he did that for the high school team, and I got pissed. But I'm not gonna let his real life stuff affect him in his wrestling because like yeah. I feel like that would be bad, you know. Like you can't you can't torture someone for like what they did yeah. in real life, you know. Yeah, no. That's why yeah, you gotta be yeah, even fair. But yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts on the atomic atom. I would work. I would work with him yeah. if he gets a shit. Like how, let's uh, say this that podcast just turned into a shoot for the past like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't get me wrong. Like beyond the yard, we're gonna ha- we'll yeah. have a shoot moments. You know, like I'm sure probably in the future, like you will have a shoot shoot on. I don't know. Let's say yeah, Tom maybe Tom maybe Nicholas, for example. Maybe, like, you could say that on Crash Carnival, yeah. like, you know, or we'll something, see. you know? Because with the shoot interview, like, you get to be creative, you know? Like, you could actually, like, yeah. tell your point of the story. Yeah, it creates um, a big opportunity for you to, like, share your thoughts and stuff. Right, like the Montreal yeah. Screwjob, for example. Imagine if that happened in back of like a really, like really screw job, for example. That would be cool, yeah. Especially oh, with yeah, the crossover. Be like, in the main event, like someone gets cost a match. That'll be an interesting storyline. Like, I know I'm just going to make this up. This is just like a hypothetical. Imagine if I was having a match with yeah. e- MEBW, right? Now I was having a match with, yeah. let's say, Matt Thunder, right? I'm having a match with him. Like, I, I, was, I was supposed to win a title or something. And Tommy Gunn comes out of nowhere. And he, he just rings the bell and says that Matt, Matt Thunder is the new champion. You know? Like, yeah. just imagine the heat the fans would get that would during that match. Right. Then, like, the feud. Just imagine the yeah. feud on social media and all that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would bring, like, the wrestling community, like, bigger to see, like, what happens, yeah. like, you know. It's definitely something that hasn't happened before, and it would definitely be a really cool thing to see. Right, because, like, I f- that's a, like, yeah, uh, never before. Yeah, kind of like an Australian crossover. Like, it's never been done, been done before. Right, because, like, if it goes well, we could yeah. be the I mean, first I'm gonna have to do it. it. Now. I don't know if it's happened before, but... Yeah, or if like, anyone knows could say comments, recently, has there been an Australian crossover before? Because I don't think there has. Right. But, yeah, that's... That's my thoughts on the Atomic Atom. If, if there's 
If you could join any other federation in backyard wrestling, who um, would it be I know and why? Yeah, uh, it gets chosen a lot, but it's AEW because they have such a big and diverse roster. Like, there's lots of matches that I could have there with people of all shapes and sizes. Like, I could have matches with someone smaller than me, someone bigger than me. And, yeah, just a big roster like that is something that I've never really had an opportunity to work with. And I think it'll be really cool if I could go over there and spend some time there. Yeah, have, like, some pretty cool Uh feuds and rivalries. Like, that's what some channels fear, like, because the roster... Like, they like might us, not have, yeah, like, a lot of wrestlers, you know? That's why we can't create that much content. And even now, like, the matches that we're doing now, uh, they're like, just repeats. Oh. But we're, we're trying to make them... Right. But, like, if you think about it, I yeah, yeah, quality the case or quantity, you know? Like, all of, all of these promo videos that you've been seeing, like, we try to focus on the quality of that more than uploading more often. Right. Like, for example, like, I'd rather have, like, the same two wrestlers... Well, not the same two wrestlers, but like, let's say there's five wrestlers current active yeah. in the federation, right? I rather have those five wrestlers put on amazing matches than have like twenty wrestlers yeah. and they don't put on a good show. Yeah, definitely, of course. How 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 would you say the early days like of CMW? Kind of um, yeah, like how it very was different it? to how it is now. Like, obviously, we've evolved. We've become a lot more professional, a lot more better at wrestling. And looking back at mm-hmm. some older footage, you can really tell, like, just how inexperienced we were back then. I mean, back then, we were doing it more for, like, just for fun, something that we could do, like, in our spare time. Now, I'm kind of taking it a little more seriously, right. um, taking the storylines a little more seriously. It's not so much. I mean, it's still fun, but, like, yeah, we're, we're just back then it was just. You just made it more professional in sports and all that. Like, don't get me wrong. That like you can still have fun while doing it. Like, yeah, like like, especially in botches. If it wasn't fun, that's what makes it fun. It'll just become like a chore, right? All right, because it is fun back at wrestling, and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon, unless if it gets repetitive and boring. Like you. Okay, like you could be unique, like you yeah. could be you, like you could tell your story. Of course. So, would you say Crash Carnival, the fourth, the one that you're going to main event, would you say that's the, yeah, your favorite definitely. match you ever Quite had? Far. I mean, if you thought if you thought our match at Final Chapter was good, then this Crash Carnival match, it's ten times better. It's um, more sequences, faster pace, more moves. Um, yeah, definitely. I pulled out everything in that match. And I just hope all the fans enjoy it. Oh, nice. Definitely my best. You seen the, you seen the episode with uh, I've only me and Maximus Rowan, right? It, but yeah. Oh, what's your thoughts yeah, on I mean, it since you've only seen like, some of the, it? On the show, I mean, I know you've been wanting to do it for a long time. So congratulations on finally having it on the show. Right. Yeah, thing like I just can't stop thinking that yeah. I had Maximus Roman on my show. He's a pretty cool guy, even though I never met him yeah. personally or had a match with. I that could tell. Actually, yeah, we cool surpassed uh, the time in the episode. How long have we been gone for? I don't know. So this is. Uh, yeah, it's like an hour and a half. I lost plus count. The bits that we did before. 
Yeah, I mean, right. No, nah, I'll go back and watch that full episode because I definitely love to hear what he has to say. No, we can finally say yep, this episode yeah, is the longest. That. Everyone else is going to be on the show. Come at me. <laughs> watch out. Yeah, BXP set a high record in Beyond the Yard. Let's see who could top that. It's crazy that, like, we're talking about, like, you yeah, and I going to set records, and look at that. Rudy set record in Beyond the Yard. Right now, yeah, it's you 2 a.m. in the morning. Gee, that's 2 a.m. to be recording a podcast. That's pretty cool. 3 a.m. Uh, 3 p.m. for me. I'm getting ready yeah. to get back to work. <laughs> oh. Nah, nah. For I mean, real? Are you about to? Something. We're, we're going to mow the lawn, but, you know, that can wait. Oh, yeah. but it's 3, yeah, 3 it's p.m. Fun. over there? That's crazy how, like, time zone yeah, works. Yeah, like, setting up this podcast, working out all the times, it was definitely not easy, was it? Right, like, I'm spending my, <laughs> my yeah, beauty sleep yeah. to talking I mean, to it'll you. It'll be worth it. Just, just imagine the dreams I could have, the dreams yeah, of no, me flirting with yeah, girls. But no, I'm talking to BXP my, from Australia. Thing to do for sure, right? Because, like, in the dream, I could probably be talking to of another course, dude, yeah. and that could be a nightmare. So, probably oh, yeah. you could say, You saved me, yeah, you're yeah. my what That's dream catcher, whatever, right? But I remember the first time we talked, yeah, like, that was like that was crazy, um, like last week, something, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Didn't you say, like, I was the first American was, person yeah. you actually had a full yeah, conversation with? Yeah, I've never really, like, spoken one-on-one to an American, so... And what about you? You haven't spoken to an Australian, have you? That's cool. Right. I mean, sure, people might make accents, like, <laughs> yeah. hello, they might, and all that, but, like, it actually, in but, like, person, my accent wow, it feels like, different. Really, really hard Australian. Like, my, yeah... Yeah, you can get like a real uh-huh. bogany type accent. That's what we call like diehard Australians. We call them bogans down here. But yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not really like a, a hardcore Australian. I'm not your typical. Uh huh. Like you guys don't say like "Hello, mate." Let's put another <laughs> I mean, shrimp on the bar, babe. Like you know, mate is just like an everyday word that we use in Australia. Like, we don't even notice it. It's just like, oh yeah, what's up? It's like yeah. it's like a bro, but like for like the people. Because, like, mate, in di- in the dictionary, it's <laughs> yeah, when two animals make hello. love or something. Yeah. But it's cool, though, like, how everybody says, yeah. says mate. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, it's like the yeah, polite even, version of saying bro. That's just, like, that's just some how language. it is. It's just, what's up, mate? How you doing? <laughs> yeah, I wonder like, how it all started with mate. Probably somebody said like "What's up, man?" Like, but they said it wrong. Like they had the hiccup. Like, like, like they were like "What's up, mate?" <laughs> right. That's yes. a like a Vince McMahon idea. Like yeah. if someone messes up, you know what? I'm gonna take that idea. But that's crazy. Mm, this is like yeah. so. Like I said, anyone that episode. wants to come on the show, try and beat this. Good luck. Let's see what type of topics you could come up with, because. Me yeah, and BXP are nailing it. And maybe if I come on for part two, it can be even longer. What would you s- right, like, because we could talk about, like, 
the current events. We're like, we could talk about WrestleMania if we wanted to. Or we could even talk about our childhood if we wanted to. Oh, yeah, anyways. That I mentioned about Maximus Roman. We talked, because later on the episode, I think it was close to the end. I talked, I told Maximus Roman about my movie idea. And he really liked it. And he told me it would be pretty cool if we got to see yeah. the YouTube wrestling documentary of yeah, Factor Wrestlers. Yeah, it an interesting thing. I think the fans would love it too. Like, you could show, like, some people's personal life, like how difficult yeah. it is, the yeah. rise, the uh, fall. You compared you know? it to Rocky too when you're describing it. That's definitely a good comparison. Right. Because, like... Like, I know not a lot of people could understand it, yeah. like, understand what we do. But, like, when they watch a documentary, like, yeah. it's more than just wrestling in the yards. Like, yeah. we share a moment. And I know we might not get their attention. Yeah, like I but, said, like, in our community, sure make an impact. a small community, but it's big enough for us to communicate with the fans. And, like you said, Joe. Right. Like, some people... Like, we might not get a lot of views. Like, they might make fun of us. Like, yeah. oh, look at that. You get 50 views. But, like, to them, it might be a little. But to us, like, it means a lot because people yeah. actually care about what we do and all that. Uh, hang on. Wait. wait just a sec. Uh, cut this bit you out. You know what? I'll be back. What's 26. Hmm. I love Paul Heyman. He's, a, he's, he's an important role in wrestling. Yeah, he's definitely an iconic name. Right, like he was the creator of ECW, I think so. Uh, I think he was, yeah. I, I mean, I, I never watched wrestling that far back, but I think he was right. Like that. You know what's one quote that I love about yeah. him? What? He he says that wrestling is an art form. I'm I'm not. I don't worry about people that don't get it. I'm worried about satisfying the people that do. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's and that's uh. Definitely, um, backhead wrestling comes into that category too. Right, like you got to understand it to actually uh, like mix with it. Uh huh. Because like we don't care about people that don't care about us. Like, like screw them. But we care about people that cared about us. Like all the fans out there, also the wrestlers. You know. Yeah. yeah it's because we, we want to show them that we are. These athletes, yeah. Sure, we you might not take us seriously, but we we go out there and put our hard work to it. Yeah, and people can think what they want, but at the end of the day, this is like important to a lot of us, right? Like to me personally, like like wrestling in general, like it saved my life yeah. because I used to have a sad life, but like now, look at me, like I'm an important. Mm wrestler in the backyard wrestling community. Heck, I even made this podcast. I'm sure this podcast Beyond the Yard is like important to the wrestling community. Yeah. Yeah, that, that just shows the impact that uh, wrestling can have. And like you said before, where would you be without wrestling? You know, that, yeah. Right. I wouldn't be nowhere. Wrestling yeah. saved me. Uh, ever, ever since it saved me, I'm giving back to these fans by one, wrestling, two, telling the stories, three, talking to like other wrestlers including you through the yeah. podcast and hopefully someday I can make an interview 
or an episode about me, like the story of Derek yeah, Destroyer. Well, that movie. That um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also want to make a documentary, yeah, documentary of me because cool, even because you seen the documentary that I kind of made on my yeah Instagram. that was good that was um that was really well produced too. Right, because I made it in school because it was for yeah. a project. Like the teacher, like she says, all right, you have to interview someone that is important. <laughs> and when she said it, I just chuckled and laughed. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm, ho, ho, I'm gonna nail this <laughs> so bad. Even like a, um, a behind the like, scenes type film would be cool. Right. Like I told the teachers, they were kind of laughing at first, but when they watched it, like I got like A, a plus or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like everybody loved it. I was rated as. The best, the like the best interview yeah, during the stars. class, right? Because like one, like I told them like that I was I wanted to be a wrestler since I was young, and like I showed a footage of me when I was like I don't know like yeah, ten or eleven, yeah. And I even like had old clips between me and the Phoenix, yeah. and believe it or not, it was the same time zone. I mean, the same time. When EBW started, so I don't know what to tell you there, Max, but we also started in a really yeah. young age. Yeah. We probably didn't record, but yeah. Yeah. Like me, I started watching wrestling when I was six years old. Oh, nice. Like, there's been people that, how do you say, they've been watching it since they were young, then there's people that been watching it like years yeah. ago, like Matt five Fox, years ago or Matt three Fox years ago. Watching when he was right. about 14. And look at him. Yeah, he said so. He's one of the best. Right. You know what would be crazy if this actually happened? Uh, yeah. Well, I think this actually happened like, in my podcast. I was talking to Eddie Bennett. Yeah. Remember I, him? I like he said he didn't like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Now look at him. He's one of a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. And it just shows once again the impact that wrestling can have. Right. Now, if you think about it, it you know, it'd be a pretty cool idea to happen. Yeah, go on. If we did like something similar to New Japan Pro Wrestling, like the G One, yeah, with all the best wrestlers, that'd be cool. Right, like every wrestler from every yeah, single like, federation do a, a tournament, um, elimination tournament. You could do like a, a round robin tournament with two brackets, and like everyone faces each other in their bracket, and then you get the final because. With an elimination tournament, once someone gets eliminated, like they're done. That's it. Like, let's say Matt Thunder gets eliminated early, then he's done. You know, you won't get any more. Right. Like, it kind of sad. Like, you want to yeah. see him more, but with the GM, one tournament, like you said, like, you can still yeah, see them wanna... wrestle. Like, sure, they might not win the World Cup you or wanna... something, but yeah, you and a milk like, you want to put on as many great matches as possible and still put on, like, a great tournament. Right. Like, Kind of like the Olympics, like they might lose, but they still like yeah, perform, yeah. you know. Imagine if Backyard Wrestling did something like that. Probably not, not the World Cup. Well, yeah, I mean, the, you could call it. You could call it the World Cup if companies from Australia join. Then it'll be like worldwide. Or if it goes international, yeah. yeah. That's that like, would be uh, pretty good. Uh, the that company JNA, they have an international championship. Like, if you want to make that, if you want to make that championship right. actually international, like, come to me. <laughs> right, you'll get the true meaning yeah, of international. Yeah. 
Or you know, be funny. You know, be funny if WWE actually did this. Uh, go on. If you know the twenty four seven champion, if like wrestlers from like different parts of the country wins it and they defend it in their country, yeah, that's uh, that'll be an interesting concept. I'd like to see it. Right, because like like New York. I mean, not New York. Um, the UK. Yeah. Right. The new K. The yeah, new, actually, yeah. has there been any... I mean, I know there has been, but, like, promotions from the UK, backyard wrestling promotions. Um, I I think so. Like, I know a few backyard wrestlers that are from the UK. Uh, yeah, like Will Ospreay, he's from the UK. Right. Well, I think most of, like, the actual backyard wrestling federations are mostly in America. Yeah. Cause, that like, makes sense. You, I think the other day you told me, the you told me the other day that there's like no other wrestling federation I mean, in Australia, a few, but like not many that are actually. Oh, there not is many okay. that are popular or well known. Yes. Oh, because like, had you ever done research on them? Like, see, like how yeah, they I are and all that. A few. There's one guy that I keep messaging. He's um pretty good. He's from another company, but they don't. They haven't really like uploaded many videos. But I mean, there is some out there. If you do a lot more research, you'll be able to find a lot more. Uh-huh. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's not many that I know right. of. But... What's your thoughts on Chris Jericho's entrance when the whole crowd sings oh, Judas? I love it when the crowd sings the, uh, like, the entrance song. Like Shinsuke Nakamura too. I, I love that entrance. But right. singing Judas, it's pretty cool. Like, especially considering it's his own song. It- Right. Yeah, I, I love it when a uh, crowd sings people's names. Who else? Bobby Roode. Just imagine... Bobby Roode. Wait, it again? Yeah. Bobby Roode, yes. There was also another one where, like, John Cena... Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Like, the crowd chants, like... Like, the beagle's like... Da, 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 you yeah. know which part? The crowd The crowd chants, like, John Cena... <laughs> yeah, I love that. Sometimes the crowd is really creative. I just... Right. Like, they could chant anything and it'll yeah. get over, you know? Like, which one? Like, sometimes if the match gets boring, like, they just chant whatever they want. Yeah. Like, a popular one would be, like, the CM oh, yeah, Punk chant. Yeah, that's iconic. That one. Right. You know what's funny? Yeah. There was a video of the big show talking to CM Punk. And he's like, if you left the WWE, I'll give the fans... One week, two weeks before they they move on to a different <laughs> thing, then it shows like years of the yeah, crowd chanting CM Punk. Right. But just imagine how Chris Jericho felt every time when he goes out there and the whole crowd is chanting, yeah, well, singing it his song on the, on the cruise ship, didn't it? Like that's that's cool. You're on right. your own cruise ship but, doing your entrance with your theme, and the crowd is singing along. Like that's. It was loud. How, how, how much better wrong. can you get than that? Right, like, I don't think there's another entrance that can yeah. top that. I would say he has the best wrestling entrance of all time. Yeah, I mean, I also like Aleister Black's entrance. I love Aleister Black. Because you know how he goes yeah. up? Funny part, in ACW, we want to kind of recreate something like that. Like, just for, like, for yeah, shits yeah. and giggles and all that. So far, we have a ladder. It's just like one ladder. It's not like 
the V-shape? You know what I'm uh, talking about? I think so. All right, it's not a V-shape. It's just like a, a straight yeah. ladder. You know what I'm yeah, talking about yeah, by the straight like ladder? A sing- yeah, I think I know. Yeah, okay. All right, we make it flat. And, like, someone lays on it. Then we lay him on the ground. Then, like, someone dresses, like, all black <laughs> so they won't, like, get yeah. caught on tension. And, like, when the music hits, like, he slowly yeah. gets raised and raised yeah. and raised, you know? And especially in Botchamania, I love watching the Alistair Black entrance. Like, there's the pub lurk where he comes out of the pit bull. The oh, pit yeah. ball. Then there's another one where it's the Simpsons. Like, where Homer Simpson, he's laying down in the hospital bed. And then Alistair Black music hits. Then he, like, go, head, yeah. his head goes yeah. up. It's funny. It's just crazy how, like, wrestling, like, has changed the world. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know it has changed, like, sports. It's, yeah, it's made um, many more athletes, too. Like, you have to be a special type of athlete to do wrestling. Right. Uh-huh. Sure, you might, like, be athletic and all that, but, like, you also need, like, you need the talent, you, need acting you know, skills, the charisma. Right. Because, like, sure, you could wrestle, but, like, you also need, you need to know how to cut a promo as well. Because promo is part character. of wrestling. You need all things like that. Right. Mm. You need to be yeah. unique. Like, in wrestling, like, sure, the, like, all right, let's say to WWE. Like, sure, the WWE might get you into the main roster, but the fans would decide to yeah. keep you there or not, you know? Unless if you're like Vince McMahon and you want Roman Reigns to stay up there even though the yeah. fans don't. I mean, Vince McMahon can do whatever he wants. I don't. Right. He even said that oh, yeah, N-word right. during yeah. live TV. And he did it in front of Brooker T. That was funny. Like, nobody could stop him. Like, yeah. he's in control of everything. Like, he doesn't care. Right. Like, yeah. nobody could stop him. Like, but if people, like, if some of the wrestlers have good ideas, Mr. McMahon will probably, like, take it and take yeah. it to a different direction. Like, that's why Dean Ambrose left and joined AEW, because look at him. Like, look how bad he was being treated compared to AEW. Just look, look at, at the revolver champion. Too. Right. You won't believe how much wrestlers have good potential, yeah. but they get screwed. Like, which one's a good wrestler that's been screwed? Like, yeah. Finn Balor? Ricochet. Sure. Ricochet. Uh, Kushida in NXT. He's a, he's a big one. Oh, yes. Especially CM yeah, Punk. Yeah, you can say him too. Because, like, I agree with CM Punk. Like, he, he was the champion for, like, WrestleMania 28. He should have made Advanced, but he wanted The Rock versus John yeah. Cena to main event. Like, don't get me wrong, like, like that would be a good match, but I feel like the championship yeah, made a Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because but... that's why they're a champion, not, yeah. you know, yeah. if you get my drift. All right, man, I guess, I guess that's all for uh, the time that we had today. Hour and 50 minutes, not bad. We could... World um, record. Oh, I was going to say you could put it into two parts, but I mean, you may as well just keep it as one. 
I mean, like, I don't think it should be divided two parts. Like, if someone yeah, wants to like watch it, then I like, mean, take a break. If like, anyone has two hours on their hands, just check this out. Right, and like, remember, you don't have to watch it like all all of it. You could yeah. also like take breaks to it. You know. I mean, I hope everyone was uh, entertained by that because I mean, it was pretty. Uh... Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed this podcast. Like, I feel like. You should like listen to yeah, this podcast I'll, when you're free or like oh, when you're I'll going through that. your phone, you know. All right. The thing I like about my podcast is like when I'm editing, I can like yeah, listen to it and like hear yeah. the stories that we told. And the thing I, I liked about my first ever podcast episode with caution was that on YouTube, yeah, that was the face cool. cam. Uh, I reckon you should bring that back. I would, but like it's just, it's a bit kind of difficult to yeah to, i mean that's fair enough though. to do it it's kind of complicated because like when we did it we yeah. used two devices one was to facetime and the other one was to yeah. record our audio but f- but for me no we technically used three maybe four because one was to record the audio two was to facetime three is to like yeah do the face cam and the other one is to hear the audio. Yeah. So it's, it's complicated. I mean, that's fair enough. Really. But yeah, you know what to say? Sure. Hard work pays off. Right. So is there anything else you want to say to the Backyard Wrestling um, Federation before we oh, head yes, out? Everybody just needs to stay safe in these times. Hopefully it'll be over soon. Um, and thank you to all the fans who have been supporting us. And once again, I apologize that we uh, have been so slow with this content. But hopefully we can fix it up soon. And yeah, just thank you for thank you for watching everything. Thank you if you watched this whole podcast this long. If you made it to the end, congratulations. Um, congratulations <laughs> yeah. here. You get yeah, well clap. Done. But yeah, that's pretty much it. No, but I feel like I feel like having long yeah, episodes yes. are pretty good. You know, because we could tell uh, we we could go on for a lot of things. There's so much we could talk about. It's crazy that, like, because I saw a meme where it says, like, talking about my social life, it's, like, a minute. But talking about wrestling, on the other yeah. hand, it's, like, yeah. ages. There's one quote I put on Instagram. It's when I was on my knee. I was looking at my hand, like, CM Punk. And I put a quote that says, girlfriend. And it says, and. Boyfriend, and. Friend, yes. and. Cause, like, then it shows wrestling. Then I said, oh, wrestling yeah, has one. no end. Yeah. Which is true. But I just want to say thank you, BXB, oh, for being that. on my podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the fans love you. Certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah. And believe it or not, hopefully soon, BXB could be back and be on the yard. I just hope we could uh, yeah, like, find it. another great sure. time. Yeah. Because right yeah, now it's you better get to bed, 2.25 eh? a.m. <laughs> right. No, but the worst part is... It's like I don't think we made any mistakes there's, on there's this. Probably in the beginning, but like, oh yeah, just imagine the editing. There's a few things you need to cut, but other than that, I think we did pretty well for my first for my first podcast ever. Too, right, I'm pretty proud of it. Right, and yep. especially international. You could say, backyard wrestling, especially beyond the yard. Yeah, is international. There you go. Sorry, sorry, ranking with Roman, but Ace, but Beyond there the Yard has already That's went international first. That's the brag, right? Not trying to be cocky, but you know, yeah. just trying to set records, <laughs> right? 
I might not be the top best wrestler like you and Matt Thunder, but I am sure yeah. one of the best. Yeah, you're you know, best guy yeah. to in- entertain, right? Because I know someday I'm gonna have a I'm gonna be in yeah. renting with Roman. I just can't wait. What type of questions yeah, well, Maximus, he could ask uh, me? You know. Right. Because, like, I love interviewing wrestlers. I love interviewing you, mm-hmm. Matt Thunder, Maximus Roman, Christian Archer, Caution, Eddie Bennon. I think that's all the wrestlers I interviewed so far. Probably there's more, but yeah. I'm missing. But you get the idea. But I just want to know the yeah. feeling of being interviewed. Like, actually being interviewed. Like, people in- interview me. Because, right, yeah. like, they could tell me something like, why did you become a wrestler? Yeah, like, you like can just stand that for like 20 minutes. Right. All right. Well, yeah, man. I just hope everybody enjoyed this episode of Beyond the Yard. Thank you, ACW okay. Universe. Thank you, BXP. Don't forget to check out CMW, especially Crash Carnival. And yeah, yep. I would love yeah. to shake your hand just like I did with, with, <laughs> with Maximus Rome, but you know, we can't because. You're 13 yeah. hours away, if that makes sense. Oh, more than it, more than it, actually. So have I yelled outside of more my than house? 13 hours. Wait, what's that again? Damn. Yeah. Just imagine the plane flight. Wouldn't be sure. Right. But I wonder how, like, the time it's zone weird. works. Like, because, yeah, because, like, you know how <laughs> I'm supposed to, to sleep at this time? <laughs> like, if I traveled right now, like if you're sleeping, would I stay? Would I stay awake, yeah. or like would I go yeah. to sleep? Like that's the thing. Would my body know? Like when I see the time, that means it's go to sleep, or is it the sun? Or like, cause yeah. like, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, cause it's kind of hard to explain. Cause like your body knows, like when you've yeah. been awake and when you're not. But I'm just glad we managed to make this <laughs> Two hours long. work. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Right. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. I just... Right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm actually going to end it here. Yeah, we're, we could like, we're just talk for ages, we, like how we said earlier. Just, like 20 minutes ago, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Before you know it, someday, ACW, Beyond the Yard, will have five a five-hour yeah, episode. Probably, Imagine having that episode. No, but you know be a funny episode? Yeah, well. If, like, I don't know, this might actually happen, but imagine a one-hour full episode of me Look, shooting on it. everyone. Imagine it. that. You know, actually. Right. Remember, this is not hate. Idea. This is just if for, fans want for it, show. What if we do a podcast with, like, multiple guests? Like, for example, Matt Thunder, Maximus Roman, me, Christian Archer, Derek Destroyer, all in one podcast, like, Right. Fans, if you want to see that, comment down below, and I'm sure Derek can uh, sort that out for you. Yeah, hashtag we are BYW or B. We are yeah. YouTube wrestling. Yeah, like Maximus Roman said. Oh, you better get to you better get to bed, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Here we go. All right, I forgot. Uh, Is this I've the fifth time count. now? I'm saying this. All right, but for real, actually, thank okay. you, Beyond the Yard. Thank you, BXP. And is there anything else you want to say before I, think I, pretty much said I go to sleep? 
Right. Well, I want to say everything yeah, because, like, we could still be talking. Here we go again. Like, we could say that for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Had you ever heard a song that goes yep. like, this is this a podcast is a song that never ends? It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows that making the longest the longest episode turns out to be a nightmare because yeah. now we don't know how to end it. <laughs> No, but for real, I'm actually going <laughs> to... I'm just not going to say anything. Okay, you do your outro. Wow. Let's... All right, all right. I'll try to do it. But like, yeah. man, I'm having so much fun. Especially, it's getting late. Yeah, you're not going to be You're going to be up all night. Right. <laughs> Before you know it, this episode turns out to be the, the yeah, worst, longest episode. Then you'll be waking up. Like, it's, it's going to go into, like, <laughs> Uh, uh, it's a life cycle yeah. let's say that. <laughs> all right for real for real for real no more no more bs thank you beyond the yard thank yeah. you backyard wrestling thank you bxb uh, i guess i'll talk to you tomorrow morning well for you it'll yeah. be like midnight or something 